there's something scary hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes, they you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save.
We give you the glory.
mighty name of Jesus. Uh, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So I evoke myself with the same spirit, which is holy, and want to access his power and demonstration through Christ Jesus. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thou kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In the name of Jesus, we bow and we worship. We praise you before you. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that would, it was shed for us at the blood of the Lamb. And we receive your sacrifice as an atonement for all of our sins. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us as the blood of the Lamb. And we receive your sacrifice as atonement for all of our sins. The pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. We come against you now in the name of Jesus. We repent and turn away from all of these sins. And God, right now we come against every spirit of rebellion in the mighty name of Jesus. For rebelling against you, oh God. And I ask that you will cover and protect us with the blood of Jesus. Open up the floodgates of heaven. Release now in the name of Jesus the prayers that we have already prayed. Right now in the name of Jesus, answer us suddenly, oh God, immediately, absolutely. The weapons of our warfare are not caught. But through our mighty God, to the pulling down the strongholds. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I pull down every stronghold that has delayed and hindered the promise of God in my life. Father, we declare that freedom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, cover our mind and thoughts with the blood of Jesus. I receive healing with help through the blood. I rebuke and cast out all sin of guilt, shame, and condemnation. I remove false burdens. I break and release from curses. I command every demon hiding and operating behind a curse to come out now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. I send confusion against every satanic attack coming against me. I quench every fire of wickedness now in the name of Jesus. I am redeemed. I choose life. I rebuke the winds and storms of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you in every strategy of hell is exposed. I am a king and a son of God. I break down the high places right now in the name of Jesus by the Spirit of God. I decree and declare that the spirit of intercession is being birthed in me and you right now. I pour down every religious spirit, every traditional spirit. I call forth the wind of God to blow upon these spirits that are not of you. God, right now, oh living God, right now, anointing, anointing, follow the hearts of your people. Right now, in the name of Jesus, humility be their portion. Wrap around them. Holiness and sanctification be their perfume. Hallelujah. So that their hearts will be able to pursue God. I speak that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. Protected under the ways of the Almighty God. As we yield to Him and become part of His end time army, marching and victories on our knees. Rising up in the supernatural authority to destroy the works of the enemy. We overthrow and remove the plans of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. We snatch the souls of men and women and boys and girls from his, from his hand 
through the covering and shed blood of the Lamb and the authority of the Word in the master's name of our Lord and Savior, our Heavenly Father, and power of the Holy Spirit. It is so, and so it is. The whole land shall be a desolation. Yet I would not cause total destruction. For this reason, the earth shall mourn and the heavens above shall become dark. Because I have spoken, I have decided I will not change my mind. Nor will I turn back from it. Every city worn away at the sound of horsemen and, and, and archers. They go into the thickets and climb among the rocks. Every city is deserted and no man lives in them. And you, O oh desolate one, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with scarlet, though you adorn yourself with ornament of gold, though you enlarge your eyes with paint, hallelujah, you make yourself beautiful in vain, your lovers always to despise you, they seek your life. For I heard a cry like a woman in labor, the anguish of one giving birth to her child, the cry of the daughter of Zion, who gasps for air, who stretched out her hands, saying, Woe is me, meaning my judgment comes. Lord, I believe that all things are possible with me. Your word tells me that there is nothing too hard for you, that what is impossible with man is possible with God. I put my faith in you. And you alone, O oh God, your teachers shall teach me that I can pray for anything. And if I believe it, I can have it, Lord. I believe that you are the Son of God, that you, Jesus, died for my sin. Although I'm not worthy, I believe that all things are possible with and through you. My Lord Jesus Christ, hear my prayer now, O oh God. Lord, I know not to put my trust or faith in man. But only in you alone. I trust your wisdom, oh Lord. Jesus, you instructed us to trust in you with all of our heart and not to depend on our own understanding. I trust you with every fiber of myself. I seek your will and purpose in my life. Now direct my path, oh Lord. You already know my needs. Help me not to worry. Keep me focused on you, El Shaddai. My all-sufficient, everlasting source. Lord, you said to you said you said that if I keep knocking at the door, hallelujah. And you told me that if I keep asking, it shall be given. If I keep looking, I shall find it. You told me that if I keep knocking at the door, it will be open. So Lord, I have been knocking and looking and asking for your wisdom, guys. I understand to get through these obstacles before me, to bring me to my place of destiny in you. I am your child, Lord. Open this door and let me pass with blessings and favor from your mighty hand, straight from heaven above. Father, rain down your favor on me. Let it be such a downpour that I cannot contain it all. Let it spill over to my children around me. I decree and declare your word in Matthew 7 and 7 and 11. Lord, give me the faith of the Roman soldier who adds you to heal, Father. Do not look away from me and cast me into darkness. Instead, show your favor strong in me as only my Lord and Savior can in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. Oh Lord, I cry out to you to answer my prayers quickly. Answer me, oh Lord. I'm desperate for you and you alone. Please 
Do not turn from me. Show your order my steps. Oh, show me, oh God. Order my steps and which the way you want me to go. Then the next and the next and the next. Never stop lighting and directing my path of life. Enlighten my eyes to see 40-40 divinely. Feet as high as feet to step forward. Illuminate my mind to obey. Listen and hear your voice. Hands to war by speaking in the Holy Spirit at all times and agape heart to submit and love. In the name of Jesus, continually show me your favor, your glory. Keep your hands in me. Enlarge and increase my coast and territory, O oh Lord. I welcome the Holy Spirit to help me in the mighty name of Jesus in all of my ways, in my affairs, in my family, in my ministry, in my business in my divine kingdom assignment right now in the name of Jesus I come in the name of the resurrected Jesus Christ who we are and whom we serve that in the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and everything in heaven and in earth shall under the earth that every tongue shall confess that Lord Jesus Christ is Lord in the name of Jesus I stand on this dispensation of words according to Ephesians 1 to 13 of the grace of God which is given to me of the revelation of Jesus who made known unto me the mysteries in which I have understood his divine knowledge and the mysteries of Christ which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealing unto his holy apostles prophets by the, by the spirit now that the Gentiles shall be be uh, fellow heirs and the same body partakers of the promise of Christ by the gospel whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power I humble myself unto God the grace given unto me to preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world uh, has been hid in God uh, who created in all things by Jesus Christ to the extent that, that now into the principalities and powers uh, in heavenly places uh, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God uh, according to eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord uh, in whom I have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore I desire that I faint not in the tribulations which is of the glory of God alone uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The glory to God. Come on, let's travel in day 11. Praying for divine healing through the blood of Jesus. My God, my God. It's something about the blood. It is in the blood. In the name of Jesus. I apply the blood of Jesus to every hidden sickness in my life. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I hold the blood of Jesus as a shield against any power of sickness in my life. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus, I have been redeemed out of every sickness. Through the blood of Jesus, I am healed. Through the blood of Jesus, I have the life of God in me. Let the blood of Jesus stand between any sickness in me. I curse every work of darkness in my life to dry to the roots of the blood of Jesus. I defeat paralyzed and eased by the blood of Jesus, of the spirit of infirmity, unto limited death. Inherit the sickness, uh, dream attackers. Uh, let the power of the blood of Jesus be released on my behalf. And let- 
Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Let us speak against every evil dead bone in my body. I draw a circle of the blood of Jesus around me and my family and my children, around his ministry, around Jesus Christ, his ministry, around his business that he has given up to me to look over in the mighty name of Jesus and everything that tries to come up against me, every error of infirmity. I cast you down with the might of God. I overcome every spirit of infirmity by the blood of the lamb no spirit or power or personality shall be able to put any sickness on me because I'm redeemed by the blood of the lamb let the blood of Jesus speak destruction unto every evil growth in my life let the blood of Jesus speak disappearance into the infirmity of my life let the blood of Jesus speak peace into every organ of my body in the name of Jesus let the blood of Jesus speak healing into every organ of my body let the blood of Jesus dry up every evil tree uh, being used against health. Uh, I render every evil power that against my health uh, and pumped by the blood of Jesus. Uh, let the blood of Jesus minister defeat uh, against every sickness in my life. Uh, I minister death unto the enemy of good health in my life. Uh, by the blood of Jesus, uh, I decree and declare good health. Uh, I find the stand power of any sickness that the blood of Jesus that tries to stay in my body. I cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. I hold the blood of Jesus against you. Uh, you spirit of poverty, you spirit of authority right now in the name of Jesus I cast you out and every spirit that is not of God in my bloodline right now you have to flee I hold the blood of Jesus against you I hold the blood of Jesus against you against every spirit of stagnation in my life I cast you out in the name of Jesus every spirit of fear every spirit of procrastination every spirit of delay in the name of Jesus I hold the blood of Jesus against the lack of good health. Right now, I hold the blood of Jesus against every delay and denied promotion. I hold the blood of Jesus against every dead account. Right now, I hold the blood of Jesus against every evil diversion in the name of Jesus. And right now, as we travel through day 12, in all authority, I'm praying for a refuge and guidance through our Lord.
Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, Father, let me walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit and purify my heart for sincere affection of the brethren to love them firmly from a pure heart. Father, I brace up my mind to be sober, circumspect, and morally alert to set my hope holy, unchangeable in your grace. In the name of Jesus, I cry aloud with my voice to the Lord. I make supplication with my voice to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before you. I declare and decree my trouble before you. When my spirit was overwhelmed and weak within me, when I was wrapped up in darkness, you guide me through your path. Through that marvelous light I've redeemed. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in the way where I walked, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see, for there is no one who has regard for me. Right now, in the name of Jesus, escape has failed me. I have nowhere to run. No one cares about my life. I cry out to you, O Lord. I said you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Give attention to my cry, for I am brought very low. Rescue me from my prosecutors, for they are stronger than I, O Lord. Have mercy on me, Heavenly Father. Bring my soul out of prison, so that I may give thanks and praise unto your name. The righteous will surround me, for you will look after me in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we pray against forces of delay and distraction, uh, give us a keen discerning spirit uh, to not to take for granted the precious seconds and minutes and hours of our day, uh, as well as the agenda of other people's time. Uh, oh, Lord, give us the ability to finally discern what is the most important uh, and be guarding against the enemy's strategies and plans, uh, device and traps. Uh, make your will be abundantly in our life clear and noticeable to us every day, oh God. Hear our prayer, oh Lord. Listen to my supplication. Answer me now in the name of Jesus. Answer me in your faithfulness, in your righteousness. Do not enter into judgment with your servant. For in your sight, no man living is righteous or justified. For the enemy has prosecuted me. He has crushed my life down to the ground. He has made me dwell in the dark places like those who have been dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed and weak within Wrapped in darkness, my heart grows now within me. Right now, in the name of Jesus, remember the old days of my life, oh God. Thank you for the new days, oh God. Thank you for your love, kindness in the morning. For I trust in you. Teach me your way in which I shall walk. For I lift up my soul to you. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I take refuge in you. Teach me to do your will so that you may be pleased with me. You are my God. Let your good spirit lead me. Right now, save me, O Lord. Your name's sake. In your righteousness, bring my life out of trouble. In your love, kindness, silence, and destroy my enemies. Destroy all those who afflict me, for I am your servant and I owe my entire life being to you, Christ Jesus. Help me die out to my own will so I would know the plans you have for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, right now I declare Psalms 24 and 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, the name of Jesus. I decree and declare Psalms 115 and 14, the Lord shall increase you more and more and your children. And Psalms 145 and 16, that open thy hand and stand fast and the desire of every living thing in Jesus Christ. Right now, the name of Jesus. My prayer for boldness uh, of a witness as we travel in day, day 13. 
Prayer for boldness of witness. In the name of Jesus, I raise my voice of submitting Lord, who has complete power and authority in earth and heaven. It is you who have made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything that is in them, who by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of the Father David, your servant, said, Why did the nations, meaning the Gentiles, become arrogant and rage, and the people devise brutal things against me, the Lord? The kings of the earth took their stand, attacked them by force, and the rulers were assembled together against the Lord, against his anointed one, the Christ and Messiah, the kings of kings and the lords of lords. For in this city there was a gathering together against the holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand had your purpose to predestine before the creations of this world to occur. And now, Lord, observe the cease against me, your servant, O God, and grant that your bond servant may be declared your message. Great confidence. May you extend your hand to me. Right now, in the name of Jesus, your size, miracles, and wonders should take place in my life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, Lord, let me hear your voice with a shaking. Right now, feel me, O God. Let the Holy Spirit, O God, continue to feel me. Allow the word of God to come through my mouth with boldness and courage for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I place upon me the full armor and I decree and declare the weapons of my warfare are not corner, but mighty through God. In Jesus' name, I pull down every stronghold, cast down every vain imagination and every high thing that exalts itself according against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare that in the battle, no weapons, be it emotionally, financially, physically, socially, interpersonal, organizational, psychological, spiritual, form against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I stay connected to the power source, which is my Lord Jesus Christ, through the power he has given unto me, and the boldness and confidence. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I take control of the atmospheres, the regions and realms, the stratospheres and the fears, the systems and the hemispheres, lined up with the word of God, and the purpose regarding of my life in the name of Jesus. I ask you to contend with those that contend with me. Fight those that fight against me. My spiritual growth, ministry, business, and finances and health. And family, Lord God, be my shield and my buckler. Fight this battle for me. Let terror strike the hearts of my enemy. Cause their hearts to fail when they look for my boldness and confidence in you. To fail me to fulfill my God-given mandate, divine assignment for you, Lord God. Father God, let your will be done. Allow the same bonus you gave Apostle Paul and Joshua to be my portion. Because Lord Jesus, only you can give stability and equip me with the salvation with your right hand. And everybody, I will give you thanks with all my heart. I send praises unto your name. I bow 
down and I worship you. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. I lift up your name. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, revive me right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, do not let me, God, be weak. But God, strengthen me right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, by your right hand, you will save me. Lord, you will accomplish that which you concern me. Right now, with your love, kindness, unwavering, that it just continue to abide more in my life. Oh Lord, endures forever in the name of Jesus. So right now, God, as I pray for accountability in Christ Jesus, in day 14, in the name of Jesus, according to your word in Ephesians 1 and 1 through 24, bless and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus, just as in his love, he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own, before the foundations of this world, so that we would be holy, consecrated, set it apart for him, for own purpose driven, anointing, and blameless in his sight, in love he predestined and lovely plan for us to be adopted to him, as his own children through Christ Jesus, in accordance with the kind intentions and good pleasures of his will to praise of his glorious grace forever, which is he so freely bestowed on us, and the beloved, in the name of Jesus, as I walk and operate in the fivefold ministry, he as apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, fivefold by grace, I pray and I stay in unity in the ministry and grow corporately in the body of Christ. Oh God, prepare me also for a crisis, change within, outside the body of Christ. Globally, in the marketplace, oh God, in Him we have redemption. Right now, the name of Jesus, right now I claim it by fire. I claim my salvation in the name of Jesus. I praise your holy name. Your glory name is always glorious to us. In Him and through you, that it is the truth, good news, your salvation. I will continue to believe in you. Right now, you have stamped me with your seal of a promise. Right now, you have allowed the Holy Spirit to be my portion. Right now, I am on, on protected by you. The Spirit is the Spirit of God is of an inheritance until the redemption of God's own possession uh, to the praise of His glory. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, let us put on our Lord. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. 
Jesus Christ make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Right now, God, mold, make our character help us walk worthy. Right now, I am not a picture of what the national economic what the national economy is saying that I am. But right now, I am walking as kings and priests, as sons of God. Right now, I am fashioned after the likeness of my God. In heaven, the blood of Jesus regenerates me. I am wrestling from the power of death and hell. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I've been prepared for my destiny. God, show me how to wait upon you. Reveal to me my divine time. Oh, Lord, help me to walk so respectfully uh, so that I may redeem the time. Uh, right now, in the name of Jesus, uh, I am a believer of the word of truth. Uh, I am born again. Uh, I'm heavenly bound. My citizenship is in heaven. I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. Uh, I'm a priest and a king ordained by Christ to rule here on earth. Uh, I am I am the fear and the dread of God against the kingdom of darkness. I have a dwelling place of all the spirit of God. I'm built up together and a dwelling We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God. Shout out to God. Jesus.
in the name of Jesus because of faith given unto me I, through the scriptures in the Lord Jesus Christ. My love continues to abide and more and more for God's for all God's people. I do not. I do not cease to give thanks. Remember, my Lord has inclined his ears into my prayer unto him, which I always pray day and night. In the mighty name of Jesus, right now, O oh God, we ask you, O oh God, to look after your people. Right now, O oh God, raise them up, O oh God, those that are dead. Raise them up to life right now, O oh God. Let them know that they have been risen, O oh God, to sit at the right hand in heavenly places, because it's far above all ruling the Authority and power and dominion. Right now we are up under Christ's feet. We are appointed by Him. He's the head of all things. We are under Him, but He has given us all power and authority to fulfill His will. The Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He will hear us. If we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him uh, since we know that God's word is his will uh, we can be confident that he will answer yes uh, when we base our prayers on his word uh, the Bible says that this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he will hear us uh, and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we will have the petitions that we desire of him uh, in 1 John 5 14 and 15 uh, oh Lord uh, as I have seeked your faith to learn how to be more accountable huh? in my office of calling huh? and continue to teach me your ways. Huh? Oh, you have gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers huh? for the perfecting of the saints, huh? for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and of the knowledge of Son God, unto the perfect man, unto huh? the measures of statue of the fullness of Christ, huh? from whom the whole body fit joining together. Mm-mm-mm. Oh Lord, cause me not to think of myself to be something uh, when I'm nothing, only what you created me to be. Uh, so I won't deceive myself. I decree and declare these scriptures over my life. Uh, I bear one another in love. Uh, patience along with Romans 14 and 12. Uh, so then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, help me to confess my faults to one another and pray for one another that we may be healed. Uh, the effectual fervent prayer will righteous man of Bella James 5 and 16 but 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11 reminds me wherefore comfort yourselves together edify one another even as also you do Father God help me to be a help to my brother and obey your word as it tells me in Luke 17 and 3 to take heed to yourself if they brother transgression against thee rebuke him and if he repent forgive him Lord Jesus let my heart be not heart and a stone and a bitter, but full of God's unspeakable love and joy, spring forth to help me to sharpen the iron. So I am sharpened for the continence of who you put in my life to help, oh God. Let me be a helper and a counsel to your people. God, forgive me for any speech that wasn't pleasing to you. Help me to know your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go ahead and move into day 16. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Love Come on, let's just thank God. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Let's magnify his name. Come on. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. 
blessing always will show up. So there has to be a praise. There has to be a worship in your spirit. Hallelujah. So go ahead and just thank him. Come on now. I know he's done much for you. I know he's done much for your family, but it is something when we praise God. So come on. Let's enter into a place of praise and thanksgiving on this morning because he has given us life. He's allowed us to come into the land of the living to finish what we did not finish. So come on, y'all. Let's give him praise. Let's lift up his name. It's something about the name of Jesus when we can just praise him, when we can just lift up his name, when we can glorify him. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just praise him. Come on, let's give him glory. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord with me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, we just give God glory. We thank him. Hallelujah. Come on and just thank God. Hallelujah. Come on and thank him. Come on, don't watch me. You get into your moment of praise. Get into your moment of thanksgiving and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he's been good to you. You've done some things in your life. So it's time for you to go ahead and show him how good he is and just who he is through your praise, through your worship. Come on, come on and something when you just lift up your praise unto God. Oh Lord, we just thank you, my God. Come on. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on. Come on. Let's just thank God. Come on. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Come on. We thank God. Hallelujah. So good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. We're glad to be here on this morning. I'm glad that you have joined us again so that we can go into a great teaching on the significance of the Holy Spirit. Of, uh, excuse me, the significance of the gifts given by the Holy Spirit. We've been traveling, um, learning um, what the Spirit of God has been telling us on understanding the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we have already talked about the gifts that God has given unto us. And you know, the spiritual gifts that God has given to us are supernatural giving. And they're only administrated by the Holy Spirit. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God, for showing up on this morning. Decrease me that you may increase so that the Spirit of God can speak through his servant so that your people can receive, open up their hearts and their minds, allow their eyes to be enlightened, allow their minds to be illuminated. Allow their spirit to be open to hear your word through the word of God, your logos, your rama. 
so that they would be changed and begin to walk out into their purpose and destiny, use, utilizing the spiritual gifts given to you supernaturally. And Lord God, we just thank you that we continue to be under your headship, our Lord Jesus Christ, because Lord God, it is your church, hallelujah, according to the plan of the will of God. So God, we thank you, oh God, for the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, oh God, and we thank you for our talents and our abilities, oh God. And as we continue to allow our spiritual gifts to work for us, we thank you for the supernatural um, ability which enable us, oh God, to use, hallelujah, our gifts and our talents and our natural abilities, oh God, according to your will in order to fulfill the work of the ministry, oh God. And God, we know even in the Bible as it reminds us, oh God, that there is different kinds of gifts, but by the same spirit and different kind of services, but by the same Lord. So allow those same gifts, oh God, by the same spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, and those different kind of services by the same Lord, be our portion in today, on every day, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and glory to God. So again, um, as we have already read, um, let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians. We'll start right there, and then we'll go ahead and finish out the teaching so we can get through this. Um, because the reason why I'm breaking everything down, because I want to make sure that you have a understanding in all things is as to what? Get an understanding. And we know that's one of the spiritual, hallelujah, um, uh, of God is understanding. Amen. The spiritual um, spirits of God, of God is understanding. So we want to make sure that we get an understanding because we have already learned um, about the gift of wisdom and also the gift of knowledge. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the word of knowledge because we finished some out on last week, but I want to just touch a little bit more on that and then we're going to transition into the discerning of spirits and faith because all of these Come in together, amen. So I want to make sure that we cover this in this next hour of our local Sunday school morning class, amen. So in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 12, let's go there. I just want to just set the um, pace and set the ground, um, and then we'll go right into it, amen. So here in the book of um, First Corinthians. Chapter 12, let's start at verse 4. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, um, excuse me, let's start at 3. No, let's start at 1. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another of faith, by the same Spirit, the another gifts of healing, and by the same Spirit, to another a working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. So remember, we talked about the manifestations of the spirit these are the manifestational gifts amen so we have already broke down the word of wisdom 
and we began to talk a little bit about the word of knowledge. So on today, we're going to finish out the word of knowledge, going into the dis, uh, discerning of spirits, and then touch a little bit on faith and finish faith out on next Sunday, if that'll be okay. And then we'll go into the working of miracles, the gifts of healing, uh, prophecy, and a different kind of tongues and interpretation of tongues as well because those are also part of the manifestation of gifts but right now remember we said that we wanted to have an understanding on the manifestation gifts that are the what revelational gifts so these are the revelational gifts the word of wisdom the word of knowledge and the word the, um, excuse me, yeah, the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits, amen, with faith, amen. So, and then we have the speaking gifts, the, the gifts that we say, and then we have the um, gifts um, that um, actually moves things through the working of miracles, um, prophecy, and um, um, healing, okay? So, we're going to go ahead and just start. So, um, on last Sunday, we touched a little bit about the word of knowledge. It says, to one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. So we said what wisdom was, amen. But at the same time, when we read in the King James Version, it says to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. See, remember we said that the word of knowledge means what? The knowing. So it's what we know through what? What we study through the revelation of what the Spirit of God have given unto us, and then we get the knowledge, which is the word of knowledge, and then we apply that, and then the wisdom is applying that so that we can do what is right. But then the word of knowledge is also the expression of knowledge. But at the same time, it is the knowing. But at the end of the day, it is the Spirit of God that gives us the knowledge to know what it is that we are researching in order for it to apply to what we know. So that's why it says that the word of knowledge is given by what the same Spirit who gave the word of what wisdom, which is the Holy Spirit. So that's why those two work together. But since the Holy Spirit, we know that the Holy Spirit is the one who gives all gifts, right? So at the end of the day... Um, is I'm not present, I'm not nissent, which we're going to talk about the word I'm not nissent, which is comes from two words. I'm not meaning all and sent meaning knowing. So when we put those two words together, we have all knowing. So therefore, we say God is what all knowing when, he, when we're saying I'm not nissent. Amen. So that means that God is what? All knowing. He knows everything. So through the word of knowledge by the Holy Spirit, it allows us to what? Speak forth what? God's unlimited knowledge. What he has given us through what? Revelation through his word to speak things that are sometimes a mystery to others. So everybody may not have the word of knowledge, but may have the word of wisdom. So as you study more in God's word, the revelation of God's word begins to open up and the mysteries of God begin to be relevant to us. So that's like when back um, in the Bible, when it talked about the parables, remember some could not understand what the parables meant because what it was speaking God's language. So if you're not tuned into the spirit of God, you won't have that understanding of the Spirit of God in the language that the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. That's why it's considered unlimited knowledge. So in other words, God causes us to say things, come on, things that we may not even sometimes understand. It may not even sound right to us. You know, like maybe God may give us a word or have us speak something to somebody and we're saying like, wow, where did that, where did that come from? When you know, like there had to be the Spirit of God because it's knowledge and it's wisdom and it's, and it's profound, but you don't even know where it 
came from, but the person that you're speaking it to know that it's God because they know between them and God what God has said to them. So it becomes so profound to where it is a right now knowing word through the Holy Spirit. So sometimes you don't even know what it is, but at the end of the day, it is what the Spirit of God is saying. So at the end of the day, we're not using our own ability. Now we're tapping into the supernatural, um, giving ability that's administrated by the Holy Spirit to allow us to speak these mysteries and revelations of God. So when we begin to tap into the word of knowledge, it opens up such a prophetic sound through God's word to where it allows things to begin to what? be activated in someone's life and they're able to move differently and things begin to change and the manifestation means that things begin to what manifest begin to what open up and become more than what it was so healing begin to take place deliverance begin to take place wholeness begin to come into one so as we see that we know that that word becomes known as a gift of knowledge to us as us as an individual and also to the body. So it also not a benefit to that individual, but also to the body of Christ. Now the body of Christ is able to move accordingly together as one because it is a gift to the body, not just sometimes individually. So as that word of knowledge is being spoken, it also can bring a corporate hallelujah anointing a corporate manifestation so that the whole body begin to receive whatever it is that god wants us to know through that super um, natural word of what knowledge so it can even be spoken sometimes to somebody that you may not even think that sound god can speak through it through an unbeliever somebody that's just coming into the fold because he see their heart is pure. He see that their heart is open and ready. So God can put a word of knowledge in someone that is just now getting into ministry. Somebody that's probably have not even yet tapped into what we have tapped into all our lives. So God is, a un um, he can use anybody. It's not just one person that he used that has been in school all their life and been in college all their life and their mom and their daddy, their aunt, their uncle have been in the ministry for a hundred years. No, God is an unrespectful person. He used whoever he wants, whoever has a heart that's open and ready for God, whoever has a heart that is ready to receive through God, that is humble, that is um, just able to just show the love that God wants us to show so that he can use us so the people can receive it because sometimes the reason why God can't give some of us certain things is because of our love because our love is not sound and we have to have love in order to what give what God has us to give because people are looking for that true authentic love that love that is real that love that is pure that love that is not phony or fake, but that love that is just genuine. So at the end of the day, if you're open and your heart is open and you're loving and you're receptive to things and receptive to change, God can use you regardless of what it is. So the word of knowledge, hallelujah, is the same gift as the word of wisdom, which the knowledge which comes from what? Us studying through the word of God so that we begin to what? Know God. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard. 
Taylor Square and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. I didn't know who he is through his word that opens up our understanding. But at the same time, God is God's given knowledge that's given unto to us and it's knowledge that had never sometimes been spoke before that's why it's such a it's called a word of knowledge because it is so revelatorial and it's such a mystery that sometimes we know that it's only from the all-knowing god because who speaks like this who gives this type of knowledge in such a not only prophetic way but also in a way to where people can receive it and understand it so at the end of the day, you know, when you go over to the book of Acts, um, chapter 1, verse 8, you know, it says, but when you receive power, then the Holy Spirit what will come, right? So that same power of the Holy Spirit was manifested through what? The gifts of the Spirit. That's why he said, told them, before you go to Samaria and Judea and Jerusalem, I need you to wait. I need you to wait on me. Because it's the Holy, it was the Holy Spirit. See, the power was, uh, the authority was already given. Hallelujah. The authority was already given to the apostles. But they needed the power. See, authority and power go together. Because when authority and power come together, it brings a manifestation of the Holy Spirit so that God himself, Jesus Christ, can begin to work out whatever it is that needs to be worked out. Through what? The gifts of healing, the gifts of miracle. Come on, the prophetic word, the discerning of spirits, the interpretation of it is by the Holy Spirit. That's that's why they're the manifestation. It is something that is what presented, something that of knowing that you can see. It's the manifestation, it's the end product of what it is that you're going after. So therefore, that's why he told them to wait so that you can receive power. It was the power um, that through the gift of the Holy Spirit. That they needed because see every gift of the spirit shows forth what? God's power. See it's the power of God that we need. Not our own power. See it's not our own education. Our own ability. Our own knowledge. Our own wisdom. Our own natural given talents or ability. See we sometimes go off of our own natural abilities or natural talents. But see that's not what's going to bring a manifestation of something to stay. Now things may begin to move but it won't remain. See, that's why it says to abide in me. When we abide, we remain in him. So things of the Holy Spirit, when we're abiding in the Spirit of God, it means that it has to remain. So when God brings healing, it's healed. It don't come back. So when we say, oh, God healed, then things begin to come on. It Was it God that healed or was it you? Or was it just, just your mind? Because God is not a God that would just heal us today and take it back tomorrow. No, when God heals us, he makes us whole. So it's more than just going through deliverance. You have to be made whole so that that thing won't come back. That it will be the end of it. It's like cutting it at the root. It's like a tree. You can't just, or weed in the ground. You can't just pull it and just think just because you pull up just a little of the twig, it's going to stop growing. No, you got to dig deep. 
Because roots grow from the north, the east, the, the south, and the west. They grow inward, outward, and sideward. So it's like this. Like straight and then straight. Look, the cross, right? So that means that at the end of the day, you got to be able to what? Grab it by the root. So we got to be able to what? Hold on to that what? Vine. We can't come off that vine. We are the branches to that vine. So just like that root, just like that weed in the ground and that and that and that and that tree in the ground, it runs deep. And until you grab it at the root, and then even when you grab it at the root, in order for you to stop it from coming back up, there has to be something to stop it. So that's why they got stuff called like weed killer, right? The weed killer what stops and kills the weed. So when you pull it by the root, you spray that um, weed killer, most of the time that stops it. But if it comes back, that means that you did not get it at the root. So at the end of the day, it is the power of God, which is the root of all things in order for the manifestation of the gifts to begin to what operate and work. So that's why he told them, hold on, wait, before you go, you're going to need power because this devil that's trying to come up against you, you can't just use the authority. Uh-uh. You need authority and a power. You need authority and a power. Because see, he got power, but he don't have authority. But you got authority and power. So you're going to overcome this enemy. Because with my power and with my authority, I always win. So it is the power of God. So that's why on the day of the Pentecost, the early church received God's power. And then from there on, remember in the book of Acts, when you read, the power began to what manifest. When they just walk in a place, come on, the spirit of God that rests on their life, the glory of God was the manifestation of God in them. That was the Holy Ghost. Remember, Jesus said that I'm going to come back to you. Remember, he said he's going to be our what? Comforter. So even though he had to leave us in, hum in, in a human form, but he came back to us spiritually, spiritually, in a spirit form. And as we receive the, the, the Holy Spirit, his spirit is in us. So now that his spirit is in us, he is in us. So when they see us, they should not see us. They should see Jesus in us. So that's where the power resides in Jesus in us. And it's because Jesus is in us who has the power that allows us to operate. Because he sits at the right hand of the Father, which is in heaven, which gives us the authority to say in the name of Jesus. And things have to what manifest and have to move because of the authority and power that Jesus have. So I hope I made that really simple. Amen. Can I get a thumbs up if you understand that? Amen. Because we need to make sure that we understand what it is that God has given us and we're not we're not ignorant to what God, the Spirit of God is showing us. So it was the power of the Holy Spirit that gave them power. So God began to what? Give us the ability. And so because of that, we are spirit filled. And now the word of knowledge was able to what? Come through us. Because when we read more in the book of Acts, we see the manifestation of the word of knowledge that's being released. So when you study the book of Acts again, because you know I told you the word of God never changes, but our season change. So therefore, when we begin to read the word of God, sometimes the spirit of God gives us a different revelation of the same word that's already written. So the word of knowledge in the book of Acts is relevant throughout the whole book. 
So at the end of the day, remember, it was those that what believed, those that spoke the word of knowledge, and they believed that they knew because they understood what had happened to allow the things to come forth. Because when you read in um, Acts 5, verses 1 through 10, which we're not going to have time to read everything, so I'm going to give you different verses and different chapters that you can go back and read so that you can see what I'm saying because you always got to make sure everything is matching up. Amen. So when you go back to the book of Acts chapter 5, um, verse 1 through 10, it talks about Peter knew Ananias and Sapphira and had lied to the Holy Spirit. Remember, he knew that they secretly agreed to lie. So at the end of the day, it was the word of knowledge, the knowing. He knew like, oh, they're not being honest. Oh, they're not being upfront. And then when you go to the book of Acts, um, chapter 8, verse 23, again, Peter knew Simon had a bitter envy and sin in his heart. Come on. He had a knowing. Like sometimes you, you kind of know when people are lying to you. You know when they're not being upfront with you. You know when sometimes something somebody is going through something because the Holy Spirit gives you a what annoying because God is what I'm not missing. He's all what knowing. So because the Spirit of God is in you, He gives you the ability to what discern. Now see, that's where discernment begins to play a part. So discernment is also another manifestational gift. Amen. So at the end of the day, he gives you a knowing. See, at the end of the day, he knew where Saul was. When you go to verse 11. So when you read um, verses, um, chapter 9, verses 1 and 18, remember when um, we, we know um, in the book of Acts chapter 9, when Saul, um, when the Lord spoke to Saul and he made Saul blind and he took him down the street called Straight Street and he told him to go meet who? Ananias, right? And Ananias um, knew that Paul was coming because what? Spirit of God gave him what? The knowing. A word of knowledge and saying, hey, Saul is coming to you. He's coming. He's blind. He's coming. He, he gave him a knowing like what was on the way. Amen. So he knew. And then the Holy Spirit began to what? Reveal different things about Saul. Because by the Spirit, because remember, they knew that he was what? A Christian killer. Now, when you know a Christian killer somebody that's coming for you because you're a Christian, hey, how am I going to receive him? How am I going to even trust him? Is he coming for me? Is he coming to take me out? Is he coming to, I mean, what's going on? Because he's a Christian killer. So at the end of the day, he's like, okay, Holy Spirit, this got to be you. Because you're sending a Christian killer. But at the end of the day, it was, I'm not missing all knowing God, he knew what he was sending, why he was sending Paul, me Saul, to Ananias. So he knew where Saul was. He knew he was praying. He knew Saul had seen a vision. He knew Saul was a chosen vessel. That right there was key because he knew also Saul was a Christian killer. But when the Spirit of God spoke and let him know, like, no, he's my chosen vessel. I know he didn't walk among the apostles. I know he didn't follow me like they did. But he my chosen vessel because I can use him. Why? Because he knows the ins and out of the devil camp because he was in it. He knows the exits. He knows the ins and out. I can use him mightily. Don't look at his past. Don't look where he came from. Just know he's my chosen vessel. So he knew Saul will suffer for the Lord. You know, most of the time when we're called, we want just the calling. 
We want just the, 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 the accolades. We, we, we want to be known, but we don't want the suffering. We don't want the pain, the heartaches, the sorrows. We don't want the long suffering. See, it's not just the suffering, but it's the long suffering. When do it end? It never ends. Amen? But he says those that suffer with me will what? Reign with me. So even though through our suffering, we're reigning. Even though we may not feel like it in that particular time, in that particular situation, but we are reigning in Christ. It hurts. It don't feel good, y'all. Oh, uh, well, it, could you ask anybody? It, it, did they tell you it felt good? I, I know they didn't tell you it felt good. Because it don't feel good, y'all. I mean, it looks real good. You know, on TV, you know, on, on social, maybe do you, the voice that you're hearing online, do the um, satellite radio through vocal audio, but it's not easy. So be careful on letting people put you where you don't belong. If the Holy Spirit have not chosen you to operate in that gifting, have not called you to, man, to to work through what he's given to you. Be careful. Don't let man say who you are. Let God tell you who you are. And then man would just confirm what God have already told you how to move and operate. And again, when you read Acts chapter 10, verse 19, again, Peter knew that the three men had to come to see him on behalf of what? Cornelius. And then when you read Acts 27, 13, 40 through 44, Paul knew that the sailors in the storm tossed ship could not be saved unless they stayed with what? The pieces of... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. The ship. See, it was the pieces of the ship that saved them. Sometimes God got to throw us into pieces in order to save us. We want to stay on the whole ship, but we don't want to deal with the pieces of our lives. It's the pieces of our lives that is the residue that God wants to heal and set us free and deliver us from so that we could be, be made what whole, so that he could bring us to shore safely. But we don't know how to ride out the tides and the, and the waves when the ship break in our life. We try to grow and grow, go and get the whole ship when it's only pieces because the ship have broke a piece. Amen. That's another word right there. Amen. We're going, hallelujah, there. But in chapter 27, 13 to 44, that's what it begins to talk about. It talks about them holding on to the pieces. 
it was the pieces that saved them, amen, because they were able to what? Stay afloat. You know, when you're in the ocean, in the sea, come on now, you need something that's heavy that you can stay afloat on. Why? Because of the waves. The waves are very strong. They come in, hallelujah, they come in, hallelujah, with force. So when that storm arose, hallelujah, that it was the pieces that saved them. It's like storms in our life. It is the pieces that save us. Amen. So if we don't hold on to the pieces that saves us, then we may drown. So that's why we have to know how to hold on to the pieces. So again, that's Acts 27 verses 13 to 44. And then when we read John chapter 4, 7 through 19, that talks about when Jesus speaks the word of knowledge. So I want us to go there. Let's go to John 4, 7 through 19. It says, a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, come on, there it is, being a Jew, ask a, me, a, a drink from me, a Samaritan woman. Why? Because she knew that no Jew can ask anyone unclean, especially a Samaritan woman, come on, or be even in their presence. Because the way that things were handled back in those days, the clean and the unclean could not be seen together. For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, come on. If you knew the gift of God, he didn't say, just do you know God. But it's the gift of God because it is the Holy Spirit, come on, that has what? Power and has authority to what? Make change, to do things differently. According to the will of God, not by man knowledge or man ability, but through the word of knowledge, which is given by what? The spirit of God. Come on now. Do you know that this is a gift of God and who it is who say this to you? Give me a drink. You would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Come on. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get the living water? Are you greater than our father, Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself and as well as his sons and his livestock? Hold on. See, she so used the man. She used the man drawing deep. But see, what Jesus was saying, I am the way, the life, the truth. I am the, the, the living God. I am the one who give water. I am the water because I'm Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is what? By water. Amen. I got excited there. Jesus answered said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him. See, you're going to come back for some more water coming down here. But when I give you this water, which is the Holy Spirit, because I just told you, if you knew the gift of God, the gift of God gives what all things into what all men, so that you can be what spirit filled. So if you get this water from me, you would never what thirst again. You would never. You won't never thirst again. Because I'm about to give you life. I'm about to give you something that you can take to the bank and make a withdrawal from. But then the water I should give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. See, everlasting means that it will last what? Forever. So the woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. 
Come on now. She began to what? She got the word through him. Because that was a word of knowledge. Look, I heard this one before. Because I always heard that it was the father of Jacob. Come on. And his livestock. And his sons. They're only getting what? Draw deep. I didn't know about no other man named Jesus. I heard about him. But for me to even meet you. For me to even be in your presence. When I know I'm a Samaritan woman. When I don't even supposed to be in the presence of Jews. So therefore, hey, give me this living water. I need this living water. Why I ain't got to draw again? I ain't got to keep coming back here with all this mess. And then sometimes I may not be able to draw because, you know, men and women and boy and girl sometimes, you know, can be so fickle. They like you today and they hate you tomorrow. But I need this everlasting water where don't matter if you if I come anyway or if I say anything, I'm still going to get this water. So guess what? You give me that living water because it's everlasting. So the woman said to him, Sir, give me that water that I may not thirst again nor come to draw. And Jesus said to her, Now go, call your husband and come. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands. And the one whom you now have is not your husband in that you spoke truly. And the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on the mountains, and the Jews said that the Jerusalem is in the place where one ought to worship. And Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you were neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know that we worship for salvation is of the Jew. But the hour is coming, and now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, Come on, for the Father is seeking with such a worship of him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must what? Worship him what? In spirit and in truth. So the woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. Come on. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I will speak to you, and he. I am the Christ, baby. I'm the one. That's why I've given you what? Everlasting. So at the end of the day, she said, wait a minute. You got to be a prophet. How you know that I have five? But really, that's just what they say. See, he know the beginning and the end. He know before it even happened. So he said, now, even though you may not say that you got a husband, but it's somebody that got an evil eye looking at you. They're saying that you his wife. Really, you ain't even, you don't even know of this, but he's going to try to come and hit on you. He's going to try to come and mislead you. He's going to try to come and mis manipulate you. So I'm letting you know ahead of time that you can have that or you can come on with me and have everlasting life. You can come on with me and worship in spirit and in truth. And not just worship, hallelujah, of the Jew, but you can worship in me, the Christ the Lord. Because I am the Christ. Now that right there was a word of knowledge. He gave her what? Knowledge. He made her first what? Understand. The word of knowledge is what? Giving you the what? Facts. See, Jesus gave her what? The facts letting her know. First of all, this is not coming from Jacob, his sons, or the livestock. Come on. That's the first thing. And they may just give you just a drink of water, but I'm going to give you what? Everlasting life. So that you will what? Never what? Draw again. Second thing. And then third thing. Okay. I know that you may not know, but this man is looking in the wrong way. Even though you ain't looking at him as being your husband, but he's looking at you in a way that he's saying that, oh, that's going to be my future wife. But because I want you to have everlasting life and that this is not who I've called you to, and I don't want you going worshiping no other husband, let me 
let you know that I'm going to be, come on now, you're going to be my bride, amen, and I'm going to be your bridegroom, and you're going to run after me, amen, so I'm going to be your husband, I'm going to be the Christ, amen, in your life, so this right here was a word of knowledge, because then, after he began to let her know, because he's what, I'm not missing, all knowing, he, after he let her know, all of a sudden she said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm coming after you. Because you are the Christ. I know that the Messiah is coming. I've heard of him. I felt him. I know him. And you just made me be made known more of him. Because you is the Christ. And because you know all things. You've already gave me knowledge on what I've heard. And the way that you've given me the knowledge of what I've heard. It sounds even better because I know it's you. Come on now, that right there was a word of knowledge. I had to give you that so that you can understand. But be careful because there's also evil people that also try to come with a word of knowledge that's not of God. Amen. Divination and unholy spirits. Amen. So sometimes they will come as like witch doctors. They will come saying things in the name of Jesus when really it's not. You know, God probably have given them a vision but he told them to stop right there. But what happens is when they disobey God and begin to cross over more into darkness just to get more understanding and get more insight of your life because they're now trying to manipulate you. They're trying to control you and the spirit of, of, of witchcraft is, is in operation. Then the spirit of divination begin to be in operation. Then they begin to come with some things that you know like, oh, that is. Wow, how did they know that? Wait a minute now. Now this must be God because how but they knew this. Nobody knows this but God. That's why it says what? Test the spirit by the spirit. So that's why, come on now, the spirit of discernment. Come on, we, we tapping into that. The spirit of discernment begins to what? Come into play. So this is how we're going to now trans, um, for, we're gonna transition over now to the spirit of discernment. So now God has given us the understanding of the word of knowledge. But remember, because there are evil people, there are people that operate in divination. There's people that operate outside of the will of God. Because remember, gifts come without repentance. Okay, Lady Apostle, what are you saying? I'm glad you asked. Gifts that's given without repentance means that a person can operate in a gift, but it may not be in the spirit of God. It could just be in their own ability, natural ability, natural talent, but not the what? Spirit of God, which is what? The Holy Spirit. So how are you, how are you able to tell if it's from the Spirit of God? Because change happens. There is a manifestation. That's why we're talking about the manifestation of gifts. This is the manifestation. The manifestation that means that things, your healing stays. Your deliverance stays. Come on. What, not only what they speak. See, that's why speaking gifts and knowing gifts and uh, operation gifts, they all come together. But at the end of the day, we got to make sure that we understand it. Right? So we're talking about the manifestational gifts. The, divin, the, excuse me, the diversities of what? Operation. It has to what? Go into operation. How does it go into operation? Because God began to work through us through every situation and he began to demonstrate his superpower ability through supernatural, come on, supernatural giving um, ability through and administrated by who? The Holy Spirit. 
So that's why you got to be very careful. Because at the end of the day, and then another thing, it's called strange fire. You think like, oh, that's the fire of the Holy Ghost. You know, you may be in the praise and the worship going, and you think you probably be in the spirit of God. It could be strange fire. So you got to be careful. It could be a familiar spirit. Because familiar means that it's trying to what? It's trying to mock God. It's trying to be like God. Remember, Lucifer wanted to what? Be God. He didn't want to just be like God. He wanted to be God. Hey, how could you try to be who created you? It don't work that way. You have to what? Surrender. You have to submit. There's no way you could be who created you. He's the creator. He created you. He made you. He spoke you. He thought you. God thought us into existence. Remember in the book of Isaiah, it was a thought. He began to, he thought. Come on, let's go there because, you know, sometimes people be like, well, are you sure? No, it didn't happen that way. I'm just going to put a word on it. You know, word is good. Amen. Word is the best thing. Amen. He says right here, Isaiah 49. Verse 1, listen, O eyes, unto me, and hearken ye people from afar. The Lord hath called me, now come on, from the womb. He created me means that sperm and egg, my daddy and mama, they just was the one who God used to create me. Because he needed what? A body. Remember, he's spirit. Holy Spirit. But he needed a body. So the body was mother to carry me into existence. But mother cannot bring me in only with her egg. She needed a sperm in order for the egg to be activated to produce something into existence. Would, would be me. So once the sperm and egg met, come on, then something in the matrix, down low, in the bowels, the womb, begin to what? Manifest. But before all of that happened, he mentioned me. He said, now I know on this particular day and month and year, Robin Stokes will come into existence through Betty Little. Come on, excuse me, Betty Jacobs. Because she was Betty Jacobs before she came Betty Little. Come on, I'm a Jacobs. Come on, Jacob, I'm a Jacob. That's right, that's my birth name, Jacob. <laughs> Hallelujah. You learned a lot about me, but yeah. So I was already in existence. He says the father of Abraham, the father of Jacob, the father of Isaac. My name was Robin Jacob. <laughs> God knew I would sit here today. Because I was already in the bloodline. Come on now. So he had to mention my name through my mother. Even though I never carried the name. But because she's my mother and she carried me in her womb. I am a part of her loins. Come on. So therefore he mentioned. Now he says from the bowels of my mother he had mentioned my name. You didn't mention my name. You didn't call my name. God called my name. He mentioned me into existence. In the womb. In the matrix. In the bow. In the loin. 
download. He mentioned me. And I came into existence. I don't supposed to be here today. Because if you knew what happened throughout the pregnancy, and also if you knew what happened even after being born, I don't supposed to be here. But God, he knew that I had to be here today to talk to you about him mentioning my name. Amen. I'm going to preach this one today. Because some of y'all need to know that you were mentioned before you were conceived. And long as you know that, no matter who come up against you, no matter what storm you got to take on, and we're coming back from the book of Acts 27. Because we got to talk about how to ride that storm after we've been mentioned. Because the enemy is after us. But guess what? It won't work. Because we have power and authority. To fulfill the purpose and destiny that God has given to us through the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. So therefore, I had to tell you that you were mentioned. He mentioned you. He called you. He called you into existence. So that's how you know who you are. So you got to know the true and living God. So that's why you got to what? Get knowledge. Get knowledge in all things. You need to what? Get knowledge. We need to know and understand Holy Spirit. And that it is given by the Holy Spirit. And test the Spirit by the Spirit. Because right now, in these days, in time, wolves are all in sheep clothing. They're dressing like God. They're preaching like God. They're prophesying like God. They're calling things forth like God. And guess what? They're not in God. So you got to be able to test the Spirit by the Spirit. How do you test the Spirit by the Spirit? First of all, is it bringing results? Is it bringing deliverance? Are you being made whole? And is it God? And matter of fact, what is the fruit that they're carrying? Is it love? Is love their number one? Have you saw them being very forgiving? You know, you got some people get on the mic, sing real good, preach real good, run a church, but have no love. Went to a place, the way they served me, spent 75 bucks. Come on. The way they served me my food, I couldn't believe it. And they call themselves men and women of God. Are you serious? And do you know I'm a man, I mean, I'm a woman of God. And you know me. And you know what, how the Lord have used me to help you. And the way you serve me, hey, are you serious? That's not love. But that showed me who they are. Am I mad? No. God shows us by the fruit of love. Through even how people serve you. How people respect you. How people reverence you. How people listen to you. And how people help you. That's how you're able to determine their love. Because God is love. Love is not God. God is love. That's the difference. Love is not God. God is love. And he does things in excellency. Even if you like me or not. You still got to respect the anointing of my life. Even though I like you or not. But I'm going to love you to life. But sometimes you can get on my nerves. Come on, can I be real? Sometimes you can do things that you know that's not good. But guess what? I still got to love you. And I'm talking about loving you for real. Loving you authentically. Loving you to where I'm in the closet saying to God, my secret place, my secret closet, my secret place of prayer. God, show me how to love them. Even though 
the vile things that they have said against me. Show me how to love them, even how they've treated me. And he shows me a word of knowledge. He says, I'm love. And love is the greatest, greatest gift that anybody can have. It's love. You can have all these other gifts. But if you don't have love first, first, not second, not third, love has to be first. That's why when we get to love, that's a totally another teaching. I couldn't even add love in this because that's first. That's by self. These are gifts to operate in the body for the ministry to work together. But love has to be the core, the nuclear center. And these gifts is around it. These gifts comes around that nuclear core whole center. Because without that, these gifts is working without repentance. They're not even of God. They're just, they're just doing just repetition church. Just having service, singing to one another, prophesying to one another. And then it's like um, a revolving door. People going in and out. It ain't the same. People do preaching, teaching to the same people. Come on. Sometimes people going to come. They going to leave. Because what? God says to what? Make disciples. So therefore, okay, they come. And then they hear. But then we have to teach them. And God give us the ability to teach them his word. And then you got some that stays even after you teach them to help with the ministry. Then you got some that God may call out into the ministry, but they're still connected. So they really haven't gone. They're just outside. They're outreach. They're outreaching other areas to pull them in. They're evangelists. Come on. Those are the what? Ministry gifts. Those are the ministry gifts. The evangelists. Reaching out. Going out. But they're still connected to the body. But we get so caught up bringing people in, we don't want to send them out on their call because we feel like, oh, they're going to go over here and they're going to take them up. Come on, first of all, they're not our people and they're not our members. It's my people that are called by my name, meaning the Lord Jesus Christ, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from them from heaven and heal them. Come on, that's they're God's people, not our people. So we need to release God's people into their rightful minister gifts so that the manifestation of the gifts and also the motivational gifts can begin to what work together for the body of Christ so that we can come into what unity for who Christ Jesus so that we can what do the work of the ministry for what the unity So that's why you got to know that Satan knows how to come in to manipulate things. Amen? And Satan even knows that some things that we as people do not know. He knows like sometimes people don't even know the anointing and the call that's on their life. But a person that can see in the spirit... If you're not careful, if they're not of God, they can manipulate you. They can manipulate you and use you just like, remember, in the book of Acts. Come on, chapter 16. Remember in the book of Acts when the lady was being used and she tapped into the spirit of what? Divination? Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on. Right there, um, 17. 
excuse me, the book of 16. Right here. Let's do 16 and 16. And it came to pass as we went to pray, a certain damn possessed um, 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 woman with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried out saying, look, she began to what? Promote them. Like, first of all, coming at them like, oh, come on, y'all. These some apostles. They're about to come with the word of God. But then she switched. See, she made a sound profound like, oh, this God. But then, remember, she was sent by her masters because they was using her for, most, for, for gain. So she said that these are the servants of the Most High God which show us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But then Paul began to be grieved and turned and said to her, Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out in the same hour. So even though in, in the beginning she came. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. They say, oh, these are servants of the most high God. But then the spirit of divination began to what take over. The evil spirit, the familiar spirit, the, 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 the strange fire began to take over her spirit. And because Paul was sensitive to the spirit, he discerned. See, come on, we're coming into the gift of discernment. See how just, the spirit of God is moving us into that gift of discernment so that we can have an understanding. He had a gift of discernment to discern like, wait a minute, this don't sound like God. And then uh, Paul began to see different things that was going on. He saw the money being um, um, collected. You know how people do? They go into a high present, praise God, do all that, and they be like, well, the Lord said, I told somebody to give $1,000. I told somebody to give $100. Now, I'm not saying that the Lord don't do that. Because the Lord may put it on a man and a woman's heart to, yes, to, 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 to speak into your life and say, hey, you know, um, give this. But come on. You better test the spirit by the spirit. Because a lot of times that ain't God. And then the thing is, it's not benefiting the ministry. Because people are coming back to the same ministry that needs help. And when they're coming back to the same ministry needing help, they say, well, I'll pray for you. I, I, uh, maybe this church will help you. Wait a minute. This is my ministry. This is where God sent me. I mean, I know, but, but I see you collecting thousands and thousands of dollars from people. And you're telling me that I pay my tithes faithfully. And I'm, and I'm serving God, but right now, I'm going through. It's not that I see it. It's not that maybe I did something wrong, but I know that this is probably part of my calling, that long suffering. God want me to trust in him. He want me to give him my all and trust on him and lean on him. But also, maybe he's opening up my eyes to see, like, is this the right place that I'm in? Now, I ain't telling you to leave your church, and I'm not telling you to spec leg and see, okay, if this, no, that, but I'm telling you to open up your eyes so that you can see what's going on in the church today. You got people, men and women of God, which God will deal with us. See, that's why you don't have to worry about fighting against no man or woman of God. And if you are, you need to stop because that strange fire and it's, and it's out of the will of God and you're touching God's anointing. 
God will deal with that man or woman of God. Why? Because God holds the men and women of God that he have called not only to ministrate the manifestation and the motivational gifts, but those that he have called to operate in the minister gifts, which is a gift of service operating in, in a calling, hold us all in a, in, at a standard. And he will judge us accordingly. But what happens is people get offended and they go and put their mouth on men and women of God. And then men and women of God begin to talk about you among members and among the people. And what happens is it causes offenses, which that's the enemy. That's not God. That is not God. Come on. That's not God. Is love anywhere? No. So that's why you have to be careful. But you have to be what? Very mindful. Your eyes have to be open. I pray that God opens up your spirit of discernment, even as we're about to tap into the spirit of discernment and get an understanding. But I even pray right now that God opens up your eyes and your mind and your spirit of discernment so that you will be able to discern and see and know all things by the spirit of God, not by your emotions. Not by your feelings. We go so much by our emotions and our feelings and what we think we know. When that gets us in the wrong place, always at the wrong time. No, you have to go by the spirit. It may not be normal to everybody. Everybody may not receive you. Everybody may think you're a little spooky. But you know when you operate in the spirit of God, it's you and God. And if they feel that way, so be it. Long as you know you're operating in the spirit of God, that's all that matters. Because you got to be able to know all things. Because Satan is not like God. But he tries to be like God. He tries to do. You go to some churches, I mean, the, the worship. Oh, is 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 because why? They got the same like divination spirit. It seems like, oh, this is a place of God. But when the, the service begins to go into operation, you see them, they have same like spirit. Unforgiveness, bitterness, hate, gossip, discord. Which we pray that they be delivered. And it could be a beautiful church. It could be a beautiful ministry. It could be a place. Don't you know the enemy always attack prophetic churches. And also deliverance ministries and, and ministries of prayer. That is his main attack. Why? Because he don't want the people of God to pray, to hear God. And to, and to be delivered and, and also don't want them to really operate in God's true glory. Because when the glory of God is really in a place, sometimes the preacher don't have to preach. The singer don't have to come on. The glory will overtake the place. And I'm talking about change will come. Many will be added. 3,000 was added to the church when they came out of the upper room. They didn't go past our flyers, have chicken dinners or fish dinners. It was the Spirit of God. 3,000 was added to the church. 3,000. When they walked past, people were healed. They didn't say, oh, I got the power of healing. They didn't say, oh, I, I, God gave me a gift to um, pray for you and you can um, um, have many houses. Or God gave me the gift to pray for you and you can see. You know, I pray for some people and when I pray for them, they was able to see. I know God gave me a gift. Or God gave me a gift, you know, maybe to um, help people get pregnant. No, first of all, it's God. It ain't us. They didn't say that. They just walked past. And people were healed. It was just their presence. Why? Because Holy Spirit. 
See, one thing about the enemy, he only know some things. He don't know everything. That's why you got to what? Pray in the spirit. When you're in the spirit of God, he ain't, come on. Now, he will come into play, a prophetic place. Now, he likes places that are prophetic. He likes to come into those type of atmospheres. But guess what? Either two things going to happen. He going to change and be delivered or he going to leave. He going to flee. See, it says that when they begin to pray, come on. Christ came out of her. And he came out of her when? In the same hour. Not the next day. Not three hours. The same hour. They were sent on assignment. And then not only that, they got beaten. Come on. In jail. Because those masters could not collect gain from that spirit of that vibration no more. Why? Because the woman was made what? Whole. So they said, okay, let's jail them and beat them. How they going to come in our territory and think that they going to stop what we're doing? That's how the enemy does. If you're not familiar, if you're not sent to those territories, the enemy will try to beat you up. He would try to first frustrate you, discourage you, do so many things against you, and he will use those that are close to you. He ain't using just strangers. And if you're not sound or spirit-filled and ready and prayed up, when he begin to use those that are with you, oh my God, you're going to feel so betrayed. You're going to feel like giving up. You're going to be like, God, you know what? No. But see, you got to know that you know. Just like Silas and Paul got beaten in jail because they came in the name of Jesus and that spirit of divination got cast out in the same hour, when you're coming... On your assignment, let me tell you, the enemy is coming too. That's why you got to be able to have a word of knowledge and know the territory. You got to know where you are and who you are and where you're at. And you got to be prayed up ready because the enemy ain't throwing no shells. He coming with ammunition, but guess what? Our ammunition will overtake his anytime. Why? Because we coming with power and authority. Amen. Now remember in the book of Luke 8 and 28, remember there was a man, and God said, who had many demons, evil spirits in him, right? But when Jesus came near, he cried out, what do you want with me, Jesus? He knew him. That spirit knew, oh my God, the son of man, the son of man is in, my, is in the territory. So the son of man, he's in, my, in his territory, wait a minute, he got power and authority. See, demons and evil spirits know you. So if you ain't living right, and if you ain't coming in the name of Jesus, hey, you ain't going to be able to cast them out. I don't care how prophetic or whatever you think who you are. Just because you've been in ministry for 50 years, you've got a big church, that don't mean nothing. you got to have power and authority. Because they will eat you up. That's why most churches you see, you see a church on this corner, church on that. About 50 churches on the same street, and you're wondering, well, why all this crime going on? Why is all this going on? And it's like other ministries that's coming out of the other areas, but these churches, you don't see them out. Because these areas are demon territory. I know you're like, okay, I'll pass away, man, this is getting spooky. No, this is real. Because it's not by flesh and blood. You don't fight. We ain't fighting against flesh and blood. It's spirit. It's a spirit of murder. A spirit of retaliation. A spirit of hate. 
that's in the atmosphere in the city of Cincinnati. That's why you see all these murders and deaths. It is a spirit. It is a spirit. And then you see, they'll come out. Now, when they have events and then they want to be seen on TV and they want to, yeah. But do you see them evangelizing in the street? Do you see them at the bus stop? Do you see them in the parks? I ain't put my mouth on anybody, but I'm just saying that at the end of the day, God cast, called us to what? Cast out demons. Evil spirit. Raise the dead. Heal the sick. And cast out devils. That is our ministry. Not sit in the church and preach to one another all day. Yes, we come to the church. We need the word. We need teaching. We need deliverance. We need healing. But also we have to go out. Because now in this day and time. They're not coming in the building. We have to go get them. And then when you get them, you can't keep them in the building. You have to send them back out. It says to what? Go out. Let's go. Acts 28. Let's go. Let's go, y'all. We in the word. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I want to go right here to mm, hold on. I want to go let's go y'all. I want to see I want to go right here. Uh, it was one scripture that I wanted in here. It's just one. Amen. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I want to go to 28 and... Because it was something about Paul speaking to the Jews. Okay, 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 here we go. Okay, I want to start at verse 20, okay, 26, and then 28. Okay, 26 saying, go, okay, saying, go unto this people and say, hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and not perceive. Let's go 27 all the way down. For the heart of this people is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their what? Eyes. And hear with their what? Ears. And understand with their hearts, and shall be converted. And I shall heal them. Come on, y'all. Be it known therefore to you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will what? Hear it. And when he has said these words, the Jews departed. They didn't stay in that place. They departed and had great reasoning among themselves. Come on. And then it says, And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own house and received all that came unto him, preaching 
the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. He was received, but he said that they departed, meaning that after the people came in and got what they needed, they departed, and God began to what? Use them, but Paul began to what? Continue. It was like a revolving door. He continued to what? Teach them. He began to what? Teach them not only he began to teach them, he began to preach the kingdom of God and teach them those things with what? Concern the Lord Jesus Christ. So it was a word of what? Knowledge. A word of what? Wisdom. So therefore, it is the word of knowledge. So that's why we as the people of God has to make sure that we're giving people the truth. And you got to be aware that there are spirits that are not of God. The spirit of God by nation, unfamiliar spirits, strange fires, and things that are evil spirits. So therefore, we have, we must be ready. Because these are the commands that God gave us to what? Cast out devils, meaning that you got to have the spirit of discernment to discern these individual spirits. Amen. So he says, first of all, how did you know me? Jesus, son of the most high God, I beg you, don't torture me. Come on. You think you, he got a conversation because he know Jesus is coming to cast him out. He know like Jesus ain't playing. Jesus ain't about to play. We play with devils too much. We play with people we know that need deliverance because we're looking at their money. We're looking at their power. We're looking at their prestige. We're looking at who they know. We're looking at because of what they did to us. No, we have to give people the truth in love. But we have to know how to rebuke them in love. We don't want to do that because we feel like, oh, if they get offended, they ain't coming to church no more. If they get offended, they're going to tithe and offer. And if God had called you, he would make sure that he carried the ministry. You can't depend on tithes and offering on people and they're doing wrong. No. Why would you want to still just receive? I mean, be so... Um, not be able to get them the truth just because of how much tithes and offers they pay. No, you should be able to give them the truth. Because just because they're paying those tithes and offering, don't mean that God can hear them. So you're misleading them. You have to lead them to truth. You have to lead them to deliverance. You have to lead them to living right. Not being so spiritually to, you know, earthly good. Not being so traditional religious. No, you have to be free, but you have to give them truth. Just because they can sing real well and they leading the choir, you don't want to tell them the truth, but you want, but, but you, but, but you want them to sing every Sunday. No, if they're living any kind of way, I'm like, you can't sit nobody down, but the Holy Spirit can. Why would you want them to keep contaminate the body with no love, with a nasty spirit, and they're picking up the mic? Don't you know that is corporate? That is the, the, the corporate uh, is going out. Excuse me, put a ripe apple in a basket. Leave it there. Now, even though the other apples are beautiful, and that's where the apples go, but if you leave that apple in that basket with all the other apples that are beautiful, I don't care if that is where the apple is supposed to go. I don't care if it's supposed to sit there. It's going to rot in the other apples. The other apples are going to rot. Why? Because that other apple is contaminated. Now, I'm not telling you to remove it all away, but you got to at least like put it on a potter wheel and begin to potter it by giving them the word of God, giving them the truth, sending them, giving them back to God so that God can be the potter while they're on a potter wheel and he can start doing the work in them so that they can come out beautiful so that they won't have to sit in that basket and become rotten. Why sit in the basket and become rotten when you know you got something in there that's rotten? 
No, you're going to take it out. So that's what we must do. We must begin to know and discern and take it out. The evil things that's going on around us, unholy spirits, un um, evil spirits. First of all, how did the man even know who Jesus was? How did he know about Jesus' power? He knew these things. Why? He, he, he knew these things from what? The demons within him. It was the demons within him saying, oh, here come that man, that son of God. Son of man. The most high God. Come on. Son of most high God. You know, that's how people do. Sometimes people put so much on it, emphasis on it, they try to trick you. They'll come and be like, oh, look at this great man and woman of God. Oh, look at them. They have done great works, done miracles, and done all of this. And done. And by the end of the day, where is God? Because they don't say what you've done. You healed them. You set them free. You brought their children in the world. You did this. You did that. And it ain't even you. It's the power and authority of God that's in you. And not one time did you turn it and say, well, that was God. That's where pride sneak in. Because now you're allowing the king of pride, the king of Leviathan, to take over. Now people are putting you up like God. Now they're worshiping you like an idol. See how idolatry come? It comes so innocent and quick like that. So that's why we got to have a discerning spirit to discern and know when they come and say, just like the woman came and say, oh, here come these great servants of God. They about to come do a work. But really, she had another motive. You got to know the motive. See, it was the demons that was within him that knew. See, at the end of the day, we don't need to walk in the spirit of fear. Because God don't give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. But we must fear God and reverence God and respect God. Because when we're, when we're filled with the spirit of God, there is no room for evil spirits to come. Come on. Because we can what? Cast them out. Anytime we feel like a spirit is trying to come on us, the spirit of anger, cast it out in the name of Jesus. A spirit of bitterness, cast it out in the name of Jesus. A spirit of unforgiveness, cast it out. What? Love covers a multitude of what? Sin. Where's your love? Your love can cover bitterness. Your love can cover unforgiveness. Your love can cover hatred. So it is the fruits of the spirit and the spirits of God that can overcome the evil spirit that's trying to overtake you. Because what? They have no part in us. Amen? It says the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So the evil spirit is what? Of the world. Because he's the what? Prince of the air in the world. But God is the spirit what? In heaven and in earth. So therefore, he's in the world. The evil spirit Satan. And the one who is in us is greater than the one who is what? In the world. 1 John 4 and 4. Put it in your notes. That's what the Bible says. A lot of times people think, oh, Satan is omniscient. That's a lie. Only God is all-knowing. See, Satan will come and act like he know, using the spirit of divination. He will begin to move around. But, but that's when you begin to test the spirit by the spirit. Because when they begin to move around, begin to ask questions, and begin to get to know you on the World Wide Web and all that, come on, you better check their spirit. And not, no evil spirit is stronger than the spirit, Holy Spirit. At all. So Satan can't overtake you unless you let him. He has power but no authority. He has not the authority to overtake you. Why? Because greater in he that is it. Come on. I just, the Bible just told us that. So the, the word of knowledge is more than our own thoughts. 
Don't forget that. It is not of our own thoughts or of our own natural ability or talents, but it's only by the supernatural spirit of God that is administered by the Holy Spirit. Because why? Our minds can deceive us. Our minds are fruitile. That's why God did not give us everything. That's why he did not let us know all things. That's why it says God is all omniscient. Not man. You know, you got people that think they know everything. They're always right. Nothing is never wrong. You, you know, you're not perfect, but that's how they feel. And you know, how be it? But God is omnipresent. And that's all I know. He's all-knowing. So you can have your own knowing, but is it of God? Because only God, I know, is all-knowing. I'm not present. So at the end of the day, we must understand that it is God that gives us the ability to be what? I'm not present. See, the purpose for the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge to work together as the same is to what? Build up the body of Christ. That's why these two gifts will work together. But the word of knowledge come before the word of wisdom. See, it's by the word of knowledge that the Lord have allowed us to understand. Remember when Jesus told the Samaritan woman about her past life? Then the word of wisdom. He gave her the solution to her problem. Come on. See, wisdom will give you what? The solution. The best answer to what you're in. But the word of knowledge is what he gave her about knowing that it's not from Jacob or the sons of Jacob or the livestock of Jacob. It's not because of the Jews. But it's because of me. I am the living water. I am everlasting life. So that was the knowledge that he gave her. And the wisdom was the solution to our problem when he told her, you drink this water and you will never thirst again. That's the solution. And she took the water. Ha! Meaning that she understood because he gave her all of him. I'm not present. I'm not knowing to know that this is living water, that I will never thirst again or draw again. So he gave her a solution to her problem. So y'all, as we go into the spirit of discernment on next week, we have set the foundation because we're going to talk about discernment and how we can overcome these evil spirits and how we can overcome the enemy trying to make us uh, perceive something that is not. So we know that the manifestation gifts, as we just talked about, um, the supernatural demonstration of the Holy Spirit um, presence and power. Because the Spirit of God is the source. That's why he have allowed us to have these excuse me, manifestational gifts to bring glory to God Almighty. Amen? So we talked about the word of wisdom. We talked about the word of knowledge. And on next Sunday, if God is willing, we'll talk about discerning of spirits. Amen. So in your reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12, we can just start talking about that. But it clearly helps us to distinguish truth from error by judging whether um, a person's teaching or behavior or moves or motives is from God. Is it from Satan or is it from human error or just human power? So being, being able to distinguish between these spirits is the ability for us to recognize the influence of the Holy Spirit or demonic spirits within an individual. So the spirit of discernment helps us to discern, to know, is this the spirit of God? Is this me? Or is this Satan? 
Hallelujah. So God bless you and we thank you for joining us. Amen. And I know for sure that God is going to do uh, a great work in us. Amen. As we continue to work in him. Amen. And I just know that the Lord is going to speak to us on this morning. Amen. Through the word. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Um, through this um, deep talk word. It just really motivated us. Got us to a place. First of all, some of us of deliverance. Amen. Have set us free as well. So we are just excited on what God is doing. What he has done. And I just thank God for using his servant. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that you have brought forth to us on this glorious morning, afternoon. And God, we just thank you and we give you the glory. I ask you, God, to let your people leave here, oh God, being fed as you have just fed them. Because it's only by the Spirit of God that's given us the ability to know your truth. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. May God bless you. May God keep you. Now let's go into our Sunday service, amen, as we get ready for the word, as we hear just a worship, and then we'll go into a moment of praise. God bless you. In Jesus' name, we welcome you to SOAR International Outreach Network. I'm Lady Apostle. God bless you. Come on in. We're here. We're open. Hallelujah. 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Amen. God bless you. We thank God for you as well. We thank God for Apostle Joe L. Ezamore. Amen. Continue to pray for the man of God and his family as they continue to mourn the loss of his father. Amen. Other arrangements will be given out soon. So may God bless you. And I just thank you for keeping the family prayed up. Amen. As they go through the morning. Amen. Of a great man of God that we have lost. Amen. Suddenly um, a great man of God had an opportunity to spend time with him every time I've went to Ghana. And, you know, it's, 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 it's still, we know that life and death is something that we all have to go through. But like I said, it's still surprising to us, especially, you know, just, just, we, we know God. That's all I'm going to say. We know God and we know what he have done. And, and, but like I said, just, just so subtly and was not expected. So, you know, as we take time to grieve and, and, and. And, and, and love on him. I just ask you to continue to keep them in prayer. And those that know Apostle Joe L. Azamore, just please continue to reach out to the man of God. Amen. As well. Hallelujah. Um, you know how to get in contact with him, or you can call myself. Amen. Put you in touch with him. Amen. So continue to just. Not just text, but maybe pick up the phone and call. Amen. There's nothing wrong with picking up the phone and reaching out. You know, that's what we need to start doing. Reaching out to one another and just loving on one another. Especially in this time and day and what's going on. Amen. So, um, he'd love to hear from you or even stop by. Amen. You can stop by. We're here. Come on in. We're open. Yeah, most a uh, lot of ministries are doing online we're doing online because we have platform iHeartRadio platform other social media thing but we're here as well so you can come into the sanctuary it's nothing like coming into the sanctuary you feel the glory of God God is here and um so come in amen you can wear your mask we have masks here and man as well so come on in Hallelujah Fellowship with us. We're here, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and get started. Amen. 
your glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. Because you are wonderful. You are worthy, oh, Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. We glorify your name. We glorify your name, oh Lord. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify. Your name, oh Lord, we glorify your name, we glorify your name. Blessings the Lord make me rich, and he added no sorrow with it. That humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor, and life keep therefore the words of his servant. I shall do them that I may prosper in all that I do. Father, I pray that these lost souls will find the light of your son, Jesus Christ. Their, their own snares and traps have been set against them in Jesus' name. I come against evils. I come against every evil spirit right now. Every spirit of murder and violence. Every jealous spirit. Every, every spirit, the connecting spirit that, that even taps into unforgiveness. I come against you right now. I come against every suicide spirit. I come against every spirit of revenge. I come against every purity spirit. I come against every hateful spirit. Every angry spirit. Every greedy spirit. Every bitterness spirit. Every unforgiveness spirit. Every animosity animosity spirit, every self-centeredness, every vainglory spirit. I come against right now every spirit that has no love. I come against pride. I come against the spirit of perversion. I come against the spirit of holy grudges. I come against the spirit of torture and envy. I come against the spirit of hostility. I declare the Lord for he is good for his love kindness towards Israel and doors forever. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by his precious blood, Lord Jesus, I ask you to bind Satan away from the life of our family. And I bind 
and remove and destroy by the anointing of Christ Jesus' bitterness, witchcraft control, mind, body, spirit. Right now, I come against you in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you tie the Holy Spirit to their hearts and guide them to your son, Jesus Christ, so that they may be set free from bondage. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Let those who are present, let those backsliders and unbelievers stand and believe these scriptures according to Romans 10 and 12 and 17. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is which unto all that call upon him. For whoever so shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How be it shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how should they hear without a preacher? And how should they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good tidings. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esau said, Lord, who have believed our report? So their faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I bind and break all witchcraft, curse spells, and all powers associated with it. Through the blood of the Lamb, I destroy the works of every witch, warlock, wizard, sorcery, and all other power of darkness. Through the blood of Jesus, I break their powers, including influence of witchcraft, evil powers, spells, hexes, vexes, voodoo, hoodoo, roots, portions, or any other things off of me, my family, everyone that I've been connected to, all future generations in the body of Christ. I decree Christ, I decree and declare Christ has redeemed us from my family from the curse of law, that I may receive the blessings of Abraham in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Let's pray for multiplication of grace. Day 18. In the name of Jesus, according to Romans 12 and 3, for through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than out to think, but to think as so to have sound judgment as God has allowed to each measure of faith. Lord, allow your grace to be upon us, your word. give you glory, you know our name, Jesus.
It's only you. The sound of God. 
Hallelujah. The Son of God can do all things. Hallelujah. Only Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank God that only Jesus, the Son of God, can heal all things. Amen. As we go into the Word of God, dear Heavenly Father, decrease me that you may increase. And we thank you on this afternoon, on this Word. And God, allow the Holy Spirit to move through me as you have moved already on this morning. God, allow the word of Logos, Rama, your revelation and mysteries of your word through your servant be spoken to your people as we understand the shadow of your hand, as we understand the storm that you have allowed us to overcome by holding on to the pieces of you, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and glory to God. We are excited about what God is doing. Amen in our lives. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. What I do want to do. Is let you know that we have to understand the sonship rights, the anointings and gifts that God have given unto us. But in order for us to understand those sonship rights, hallelujah, the anointing and the giftings that God have given unto us, we must understand the shadow of God's hand and where those giftings have, have come from and how he have given unto us from even him mentioning our name amen but what i do want to do is i want to go and just give you a little bit of god's hallelujah application through the word of god his revelation and then we're gonna praise our way up out of here that's okay amen holy spirit knows what he's doing he don't take all day and all long he gets right to the point so that we can receive deliverance and be made whole amen on this evening amen this afternoon in many places and this morning in other places amen let your light so shine hallelujah i said let your light so shine so that you will be able to walk into your sonship rights and allow the anointings and the giftings of god to move accordingly in your life so that the shadow of god's hand hallelujah can work upon you as you move through your purpose and um, um, destiny that God have given unto you. Amen. But where I want to derive, hallelujah, the scripture from on this afternoon, right now with us this morning in other places and this morning and others, what I want to do is I'm going to go into the book. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to go right here at Acts um, 27. Amen. 
Um, and we're going to start at verse 13. But before we get there, I just want to give you a little backdrop on how we're going to derive where we're going. Amen. We're talking about Apostle, hallelujah, Paul. We know that he was turned from Saul to Paul. Amen. But I want to just talk a little bit about Paul's journey to Rome so that you can understand where he ended up. Amen. On this shipwreck. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to start in verse 13, but we're going to jump down to 39 through 42. Amen. So I just want you to know that sometimes you got to go to the beginning in order to get the whole picture of what we're talking about. But I want to go to my commentary here and just talk just a little bit about how Paul arrived here and how he got here. So when you begin to study in the book of Acts, starting at chapter 21, all the way getting down to chapter 27, I want to talk about what happened. You know, Paul, he arrived in Jerusalem where a riot broke out. And seeing the riot, the Roman soldiers put Paul into protective custody and Paul asked for a chance to what defend himself and the people. His speech was interrupted by the crowd when he told about what God was doing in the lives of Gentiles. And I was wondering why. Because we already know that Apostle Paul, a man, was a Christian killer, a man. So for him to go back to these same individuals that he worked with, these same individuals that knew his past, as a matter of fact, he worked with them. He was among them. And they knew of him. And how now that you have been, hallelujah, converted over. And now you want to come to us and talk about who we are against? Wait a minute. Hold on. He wanted to defend his case. Amen. First of all, they was not going to hear him. Why? Because they knew his past. They was not going to hear him because they knew of him. But what they didn't understand is that God is a God that can transform us, he can transition us into a new positioning for him. And that even though they may not recognize who we are now because they remember who we was does not mean that we are not who God have called us to be on today. That's how we're going to derive in our sonship rights on today. Because you have to know that you are a son of God. You got to know that you have not only been called by God, but you got to know that he mentioned you, amen, before you were even born, before you came into existence. You was just a um, seed, amen, that was planted in the womb, in the matrix, in the bowels, in the loins of your mother. Glory to God. But he mentioned you. He wanted you to know that you're going to come out so significant. You're going to come out for my glory. But at the end of the day, you got to go through process. See, Paul was going through his process. See, anytime you come from among them, amen, they're going to always try to make it hard for you. They're not going to allow you to be accepted back in where you used to belong. But see, one thing about God, is that God will put you over them. God will put you um, before them. But at the end of the day, he wanted to be heard. Amen. Hallelujah. But they was not receiving him because all they could think about is that he was a Christian killer. All they could think about is his past. Amen. See, sometimes you got to know when is the right time to go into the place that God is calling you into. You can't go in because you think you know or because of your book knowledge or your education or because of your power and your prestige. But you got to be sent by Holy Spirit. You got to be sent because when you are sent, God will open 
open up the door for you to be heard, hallelujah, among many. And sometimes we get it mistaken because sometimes when we don't see the crowd or we don't see the people jumping around for us, we sometimes may take it. Somebody else may take it. Oh, did God really tell you that? Or are you sure that God told you to start that? Or are you sure that God is calling you to that? Because I don't see anybody. I don't see any manifestation of what you said that God said. But see, I'm telling you there's something called process. It's something about your faith being processed. God wants to know what you're going to do with just that little bit. What you're going to do with that small amount before he make you a ruler of many. He want to see what you still stay. Hallelujah committed and would you still say faithful to him even when nobody encourage you even when nobody show up when nobody support you when nobody really care about you he want to make sure that you're doing what you're doing for him and not because of people and not because of what you want to do so it may not seem glory to god like it's something that feels good to you but at the end of the day Paul, hallelujah, was going back here and these Roman um, soldiers was looking at him like, wait a minute, at the end of the day, they said, wait a minute, we're going to beat you, you know, because you already done crossed over to the other side, you already done switched position, you already done left us and because you have left us, you're not among us and you're not with us, so therefore we feel like you are against us and you're supposed to be a Roman citizen, you're supposed to be with us, you know, you was with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you was one of the best. And that don't mean that he's still not the best. He's just on a different team. He's just on a different side. So at the end of the day, the plot was to what? Kill Paul. The plot was to take him out. The plot was to take him under protective custody so that they could try to kill him. But what they did not know is that he had a call on his life. When you got a call on your life, I don't care how hard the devil tried to take you out. At the end of the day when it's not your time it's not your time god will put a shield of protection over you know that the lord is near hallelujah to those who have a broken heart and he says such as a contribute spirit one thing about god is he would never leave you nor forsake you he know that most of your hearts have been broken he know that most of you have contribute spirit but at the end of the day god will cover you he will hide you under the shadow of the most high he will hide you under his wing and I don't care what plot or what plan that the enemy tries to put against you it would not work it would not come to pass and it would not last but they tried to plot against Paul they wanted him dead matter of fact they said you know what we're gonna put you in prison we're gonna make sure that you suffer well what they didn't know is that God can use you anywhere you are so no matter if you're in the prison system no matter where you at in the byway the highway under the bridges in the grocery store in the marketplace wherever you are don't you know the spirit of god can come in and do a work we get so caught up behind the pulpit if you have a church building and it's not about that god can use you wherever you are so don't get caught up on the location just know that the spirit of god can take you wherever he wants to take you god began to use paul in the prison cell he began to minister to not only the guards but he began to minister to those that was also in prison but one of the things that I love about Apostle Paul is that he allowed the Holy Spirit to use the pen and the paper that he wrote on, 
going. Come on. You know where I'm going. The letters. Hallelujah. The epistles that he began to write. And he began to write them unto the churches. And the Holy Spirit began to move. Hallelujah. By the power and authority of God. Just through the pen and paper. As Apostle Paul began to write. I'm going a little bit beside myself. But the Spirit of God is taking me where He wants to take me. I'm trying to give you just a little dialogue, and I'm trying to give you some commentary, so some commentary, so that you can see where we're going to arrive at in the Book of Acts 27. And again, in my commentary, it says that the Roman commander put Paul back under protective custody. Why? Because he knew that they were trying to kill him. He knew that they were trying to take him out. He knew that it was a plot, so they had to secure him. Amen. It wasn't that they wanted to do it. But see, the Holy Spirit will always come in and guard us and protect us. Even though in their minds they want to take us out. In their minds, they don't want us to succeed. In their minds, they don't want us to overcome. In their minds, they say, you know what? It ain't going to last. It's going to close down. It ain't going to work. But God is a God that will take something out of nothing and make it something out. So even though they got strange fire, even though that they're speaking words that is not of God, God would not allow those words to fall, hallelujah, because when God put us in a place and God has sent us and told us to do his work, God will always make a way out of nowhere. I don't care what you don't have. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care who don't show up. I don't care who don't like you. I don't care who is with you. But when God has sent you, you got to know that you got more than just a battery. You got an engine, my God. An engine is something that it gives power. Without the engine, the battery won't work. Without the engine, the alternator won't work. Without the engine, the starter won't work. Without the engine, hallelujah, nothing in the car will work. You need the engine. Why? Because the engine is the source. It's the power. Hallelujah. That contribute, hallelujah, that makes a combustion, a fire to allow every other component in the car to operate glory to God. And then the other components like the water pump and the starter, when they go out, glory to God. There's something clunking in the car. It's something that's causing the car not to start. You still get a little turnover. You still get a little power. But you don't hear that engine really turning all the way over. Why? Because the water pump may be out. The starter may be out. Come on now. That's when we got to know when our fire is trying to go out. We got to call on God. The living God. We got to call on the name of Jesus. Because we need the engine, the power of the Holy Ghost uh, to jump start us sometimes, uh, to get us back where we need to be. Uh. And I believe that even though they begin to plot on Paul, they begin to say things about him, uh, I know for sure that God was on his side uh, because that's why God told them, wait a minute, I need y'all to put him in protective custody because uh, I don't want the plan uh, that I got on his life, my God, uh, to be disrupted. Uh, I don't want him to be distracting her. Uh. He's not time for him to get out of here. I got something for him to do. I didn't take him on straight street for nothing. I took him on straight street from something because I want to make it for my glory. I want the same ones that he come from among. I want the same ones that knew of his past to see that I am the true and living God. And whatever I got to do, my God, for them to see that it's me, I do what I got to do. I throw him in jail. I put him in a dungeon. I make them want to plot against him. I take him. I strip him 
of everything that he got. All he got is just me, my God. What do you do when God stripped you and all you got is him? You don't got your money no more. You ain't got your power no more. You ain't got your friends no more. Those that used to celebrate you, they have left you, my God. You don't have nothing. All you got is God. What do you do? You got to stand on the word of God. When God give you a word, you got to take that word and you got to hold on it like never before. I know it may not be manifesting when you want it to manifest, but if you hold on to that word of God, God has to prove himself. God's word will not come back void. Sometimes you may feel like you're alone. Sometimes you may feel like giving up, but you got to encourage yourself. My God, David encouraged himself. He had to speak life to himself. He had to speak to his mind. He had to speak to his heart. He couldn't understand God. How could you bring me into this palace and play such a prophetic sound for Saul and he's plotting behind my back trying to murder me, uh, trying to kill me. Uh, all I did was play a song. Uh, all I did was come to their aid. Uh, I saw this Philistine. Uh, everybody kept running from her, uh, but they supposed to be kings. Uh, they supposed to be soldiers. Uh, they got all the armor. Uh, but God, uh, you gave me a slingshot. Uh, you gave me a rock. Uh, you processed me uh, in the green pastures uh, and helped me uh, tend to the sheep and the bears. Uh, so when the bears and all the lions tried to come for your sheep. Uh, you show me how uh, to protect them. Uh, and all I knew uh, was faith. All I knew uh, was to stand on your word. Uh, so I went and I said, uh, why y'all running from this Philistine? Uh, why y'all all scared? Uh, you got your armor. Uh, you got this. Uh, and he said, uh, let me have a piece of this Philistine. Uh, and they looking at him like, boy, uh, what do you got? Uh, you just a sugar old boy. Uh, you ain't nothing, got no armor. Uh, here, take this armor. Uh, he said, I can't wear that armor. Uh, that armor too heavy for me. Uh, all I know is what God gave me uh, back in the green pastures uh, beside the still waters uh, when he put the rod in my hand uh, and he let me know with the power of the staff, uh, the power that would be able to decree and declare a thing, uh, to call a thing forth, uh, to cast out demons uh, to cast out devils uh, to raise the dead, uh, to heal the sick, my God, uh, all I know uh, is by faith uh, to decree and declare his name uh, calling the name of Jesus uh, so Paul uh, was the this Paul, uh, he was this apostle uh, that God was getting ready. Uh, he was setting him all the way up, uh, but he had to set him up in the same place uh, that he did all his bad stuff in. Uh, don't you know God will set you up uh, in a place uh, where people know you, uh, and all they know is your past. Uh, they know where you came from. Uh, they knew you was nothing. Uh, they knew that you was a, a manipulator. Uh, they knew you was a liar. Uh, they knew you was a thief. Uh, they knew you was all things. Uh, they could never accept what God God is taking you. Uh, they can never accept that God has called you. Uh, they can never accept the anointing that's on your life because they're looking at the flesh. Uh, they're looking at fleshly things. Uh, they're looking at worldly things. Uh, but they're not uh, living by the Spirit. Uh, don't get caught up uh, on those that don't want to receive you. Uh, don't get caught up on those that don't accept you. Uh, they did not mention your name. Uh, they never called you by name. Uh, they never called you into existence. Uh, it was God. Uh, so you got to be like Apostle Paul. Uh, even though Paul's journey to Rome uh, was not easy. Uh, as I'm reading to you 
the commentary. Uh, he was in prison. Uh, as he was set there in prison for two years, uh, he began to talk uh, occasionally to Felix, uh, occasionally to Drusilla. Uh, um, Felix was the one who replaced Phineas, hallelujah. But there was new accusations that was brought against Paul. Don't you know the devil will always bring false accusations against you. He is an accuser of the brethren. He is a liar. He is the one that will accuse you and say that you did this and did that. But really you ain't did nothing. That's Satan. He want to always accuse you and shame you and condemn you and bring you down and make you look guilty. But one thing, uh, when he was replaced by Filtus, Phil, excuse me, Festus, the new accusations that was brought against Paul, Jews wanted him back in Jerusalem for a trial. But Paul claimed his right to a hearing before Caesar. So Fentus promised to send him to Rome. Come on, Fentus discussed Paul's case with Herod. And then it began to re re keep going on, but Paul again told a story. But guess what? They kept interrupting. Anytime truth come, come on, the enemy never want to hear truth. So he will interrupt you. He will try to cut you off. But he cannot cut off the true and living God. They were acting sarcastic. They began to reject the gospel. They began to reject Paul's word. But it was a group of consensus that was um, with Paul. And they said that Paul was guilty of nothing and could have been released if he had not appeared to Rome. But Paul left for Rome in the courtesy of the Roman Empire. And that's what brings us here to chapter 27. I'm going to start right here in verse 33. 27 and 33 it says, And as the day was about to dawn, Paul employed them all to take food, saying, Today is the 14th day you have waited and continued without food and eaten nothing. Therefore I urge you to take a nourishment, for this is for your survival, since not a hair will fall from the head of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it and began to eat, then they were all encouraged and also took food themselves. And in all, we were 276 persons on the ship. 276 persons on ship. So when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship and threw out the wheat into the sea. When it was day, they did not recognize the land. But they observed the bay with a beach until which were planned to run the ship if possible. And they let go the anchors and left them in sea. Meanwhile, losing the rudder ropes, and they hussed the mainsails to the wind and made for shore. But striking a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the pearl stuck fast and remained immovable. But the stern was being broken up by the balance of the waves. Now hear this, by the balance of the waves. And the soldier's plan was to kill the prisoner, lest any of them should swim away and escape. But the continuum wanted to save Paul, kept them from their purpose, and commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard first and get to land, and the rest some on board, some on parts of the ship. And so it was that they all escaped safely to land. My God. Now, this was the plot. The plot was to get rid of Paul. But at the end of the day, there was a certain centennial that was already God have put him in position to say, if anything go wrong, 
I'm going to save. I'm going to make sure that I get Paul. But see, Paul, I believe and I know for sure, he had a spirit of prophecy. He had a spirit of a word of wisdom. He gave the men a word of wisdom. We just studied the word of wisdom. We just studied the word of knowledge. He gave them a word of knowledge. Remember we said that the word of knowledge is omniscient, all-knowing. And the word of wisdom comes after the word of knowledge because when you get the all-knowing, the knowledge of something, then you act with the word of wisdom to what? To complete it, to, to finish it. So the word of knowledge that he gave to the prisoners is this. He said to them, I urge you to take nourishment. What is nourishment? Nourishment is something that allows something to survive. It could be food. It could be water. It could be whatever. Something to survive. Something to grow. You need to nourish it. It's like a plant. When you plant a seed in the ground, you don't just plant that seed in the ground just in case if it does not rain. Come on. You got to have a water hose. A water hose does what? It has water that comes through it. So you will have to what? Spray that water hose so that water can nourish that seed. If water is not nourishing that seed that's in the ground, come on. That seed will never grow. Why? Because the ground will become what? Rocky. The ground will become what? Hard. The seed will what? Begin to be suffocated. It will be smothered. It won't begin to produce. It won't begin to open up. It won't begin to grow or form anything. But when you put water to it, it makes the ground moist. It opens up the, 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 the soil in the ground and things begin to help the seed to grow. The, nu the, the nutrients, excuse me, the nourishment how you nourish something is how you nourish it with the water and then you may put some grass seeds down you may put something else down to keep that seed depending on whatever you're trying to grow but if you're trying to grow apples oranges whatever the case may be it may be something that you also add but then you have weeds come on now you got yeah i'm talking about these weeds because i ain't never just pulled up weeds like we pulled up weeds the other day apostle joe i mean we've done yard work when i was 14 and 15 but i have not done yard work since and I'm 48 years old and it took a lot because those weeds run deep you, you know you can't just pull it up just think that you're just going to pull it by your hand you have to get a shovel and you have to begin to dig because that root goes north, east, south and west so you got to make sure you get the root of it and pull it up and then when you pull it up you will see four um, 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 twigs on the root the root is here then you see four things because you can see where you broke it but then you have to come back with weed killer you have to come back with something that's going to stop it from growing back up because if you don't put nothing behind what you pull up something else can start coming back forth and then the weeds begin to what choke the seed that you put in the ground that begin to try to grow up into something beautiful so that weed will begin to choke wrap around the roots around the seed and then it won't allow the nourishment that you uh, apply to that land to, in order for it to grow up. So Paul said, listen, you need to take your nutrients. Come on. You need to take nutrients. Excuse me. Um, um, excuse me. For this is your survival. Come on. You need the nutrients, the nutriment for your survival. Since not a hair will fall from your head of any of you. 
Because if you don't even listen, we're on this ship. We're in the sea. Do you know about a sea? I ain't talking about sea like you see me. I'm talking about S-U-E-A. We know the Red Sea, how God called the Red Sea to move out the way of the children of Israel. But they were in a sea. They were already part of the plot. Paul was the bait. They wanted Paul dead. So the other 276 soldiers, hallelujah, that was on this ship also, also had a, 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 a hit on them. Let me make it like that. They had a hit on them. Why? Because they was a part of the hit. Paul was the hit. But they were a part of the hit. Because they was on the same ship. So that whole ship had to go down. So that they could make sure that they get rid of Paul. But at the end of the day, Paul already knew how much he was hated. Because he was among them. Remember I said anytime you come from among him, hallelujah, when you change your life and when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the enemy is coming for you. He's coming like a flood after you. So you got to make sure you pray up. You got to make sure you are fast up. You got to make sure that you are guarded up in the spirit. You got to make sure that you're not just with God but you're in God and that God is in you because if you don't continue to pray and fast if you don't continue to keep yourself in that secret place the enemy hallelujah will try to devour you because he's coming for you and Paul knew that they was coming for him he knew that they did not want him to allow his words to be heard because he had a word he had a preach word he had a logos word he had a rama word he had a word of knowledge. He had a word of wisdom. He had a word of understanding. They did not want that word to reach the surface. Come on now. It was a seed. See, anytime a seed is in the ground and it get its nourishment and it get what it need, it begin to grow up. And when you remove the weeds from around it, it would not be choked, but it will go out throughout the earth. And it will begin to move and it will begin to bring change and it will begin to bring deliverance and it will begin to make people whole and they did not want this word to go out because they knew that he was not giving up. He was not stopping. He wasn't waiting until he was freed. He was preaching the gospel in the jail cell. He was preaching the gospel in the courtroom. He was preaching the gospel wherever he was because he knew that when he was set on straight street and God opened up his eyes, he knew that he was changed from Saul to Paul and he knew that he had to go out and do a great work and it wasn't because he was so knowledgeable. It wasn't because he was so smart. It wasn't because he was among the Sadducees and the Pharisees. But he was converted over to Jesus Christ. And any time that God take you out of something and take you out of nothing and he began to transform you. He began to transition you for you to walk in your positioning and in your purpose and in your destiny. You're not going to be like you used to be. You're not going to be the same. So your friends going to change. Your environment gonna change. Even your money gonna change. Even your surroundings gonna change. But one thing that's gonna remain the same is that you gonna walk in truth. You gonna walk in authority. You gonna walk in power. And Paul, Apostle Paul, began to walk in power. He began
began to walk in authority uh, because he had the all-knowing, uh, the omniscient, uh, the all-knowing God, uh, not only in him, uh, but with him. Uh, he also was going to protect him. Uh, he was going to cover him. Uh, he was going to put him under the shadow uh, of the most high God. Uh, he was going to put him under his wing. Uh, he was going to put him in a secret place. Uh, he was going to put him uh, where nothing can be able to touch him. Uh, he was going to allow the blood of Jesus uh, to cover him. Uh, he was going to allow the blood of Jesus uh, to be his protector. Uh, so Paul knew that the hit was out on him. Uh, but he wasn't just thinking about saving himself. Uh, he told the 276 men, uh, listen now, y'all got to get y'all nourishment uh, because we're about to go through something. Uh, I don't really want to tell y'all what we're about to go through because uh, most of y'all may walk in fear. Uh, and one thing about fear is that fear will kill you. Uh, fear will make you drown. Uh, we are in the sea uh, and right now we don't we can, we, we don't have the time I don't want you to panic. Uh, some of you may panic because when you can't swim uh, and when the waves begin to come huh, and the waves begin to overtake you, uh, you begin to panic. Uh, fear begins to take over. Huh? So I don't want to cause any of y'all to fear right now. But what I do want to tell you, uh, I want to give you a word of knowledge. Huh? I want you to know that you got to get ready to take your nourishment. Huh? You got to make sure that you eat. Huh? You got to make sure because I don't want not a hair from your head to fall. Huh? I want to make sure that you're ready. Huh? I want to make sure that you are not broken. Uh, I want to make sure that you are whole. Uh, I need you to go ahead and begin to eat. Uh, but I want to encourage you. Uh, I want to speak a word of life into you. Uh, so he began to encourage them. Uh, he began to speak life. Uh, he began to speak a word of wisdom. Uh, a word of knowledge. Uh, he began to put things in perspective. Because uh, he knew uh, that this storm was arising. Uh, he knew this storm was coming. Uh, he knew that the rudders was about to go out. Uh, he knew that the ship was about to break up. Uh, he knew that they were about to be in the sea uh, and the only thing that was going to save them uh, if they began to hold on to the pieces uh, they begin to hold on to what they can grab. Uh, sometimes in life uh, you got to hold on to what you can grab uh, and what we can grab that's free to us uh, is the word of God. Uh, don't you know how many countries right now uh, that can't call out the word of God. Uh, they can't carry a Bible. Uh, they can't preach the gospel. Uh, if they do they will be crucified. Uh, if they do they will be killed. Uh, but God have given us uh, not only a word to be preached, uh, but he gave in us uh, the Bible, something that we can take with us, something that's tangible, something that we can have with us day and night. Uh, oh, we disrespect God's word. Uh, we don't read God's word. We don't take God's word with us. Uh, we just make it so convenient. Uh, we pick up our cell phones uh, and pull up the scriptures. Uh, we pick up our cell phones uh, and get notes uh, and preach our sermons. Uh, don't you know you need the word of knowledge, uh, the word of understanding? Uh, don't you need uh, the word of wisdom uh, so that you can be able to preach God's word. Uh, you don't need to go keep getting sermons out of on internet, uh, out of somebody else's sermon. Uh, you need to get the revelation, uh, the logos and rama of the word of God uh, and let God speak to you for his people because uh, people need a right now word. Uh, they need a word that's going to hit their spirit. Uh, they need a word that's going to set them free. Uh, they need a word that's going to make them whole because uh, right now uh, most of them is in the sea. Uh, most of them are in a storm that they can not know and they don't know how to ride out. You got to teach them and show them how to take the pieces up on the ship that they was on. I know the ship was big once before. I know the ship was beautiful. I know the ship was long. I know the ship was wide. But let me tell you, that ship is broke up now. You got to know how to hold on to the pieces. You got to know how to float. You got to know how to kick. You got to know
know how to use your hands uh, of praise and of worship. Uh, you got to know how to use your feet uh, and dance unto the Lord. Uh, you got to know how to open up your mouth uh, and call unto the Lord. Uh, he shall heal you. Uh, ask in his name. Uh, it shall be given unto you. Uh, you got to learn uh, how to swim again. Uh, you got to learn uh, how to float on your back uh, and hold on to that piece of that ship uh, that have been broken. Because uh, if you don't hold on, uh, Apostle Joe, you may go under. Uh, if you don't hold on, uh, you may drown. Uh, and this time and season, uh, we got to hold on uh, to God's unchanging hand. Uh, we got to hold on uh, to the word of God. Uh, I know prophecies. Uh, I know they're here. Uh, but one thing I do know, uh, tongues is too. Uh, but tongues will cease. Uh, and prophecy will fail. Uh, but guess what? Oh, uh, the word of God uh, will last forever. Uh, we got to hold on to the word of God. Uh, we got to hold on to God. Uh, that is that piece of that ship uh, that was broken up. Uh, so Paul, uh, he said, y'all, come on, let's take some nourishment. Uh, let's go ahead and fill our spirit. Uh, let's go ahead and fill our mind. Let me encourage you. Uh, let me give you some knowledge. Uh, let me give you some understanding. Uh, let me give you some wisdom. Uh, we're about to go through a storm. Uh, it ain't about you. Uh, the hit is on me. Uh, but because you're with me, uh, they're trying to kill all of us. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, uh, if you just hold on uh, to God's unchanging hand, uh, if you hold on uh, to God's word, uh, if you hold on uh, and walk by faith and not by sight, uh, and don't listen to what your flesh is telling you, uh, but walk by the Spirit at all times, uh, and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, you will survive because uh, we're about to go through a storm uh, and this ship that you see, uh, you won't see no more my God. Uh, you see it's big. Uh, you see it's wide. Uh, you see it's moving. Uh, but guess what? Guess what y'all? Uh, it's about to break up. Uh, you got to know how to get the pieces. Uh, you got to know how to float. Uh, and if you go ahead and look ahead, uh, it's going to be some land. Uh, and you can reach the land. All you got to do uh, is allow your faith uh, to work for you. Uh, start kicking with your feet. Uh, start kicking with your hands, huh? Start kicking with your with your with your with your, with your sound. Start kicking uh, with, with all that you got uh, Because when you start kicking With all that you got uh, At the end of the day Let me tell you uh, God is going to move uh, God is going to move uh, Did you just see that right now? Most of us are getting stuck uh, You see my heel just got stuck in my jacket uh, And wanted me to get stuck uh, And that's what the enemy wants uh, He wants you to get stuck uh, He don't want you to move uh, He wants you to have a chain uh, on your ankle uh, And be bound uh, Be shackled uh, But in the mighty name of Jesus uh, I decree and declare on today huh, that you are loosed. Huh? You are loosed huh, from every bondage in the name of Jesus. Huh? You are loosed huh, from every chain huh, that tries to entangle you huh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Huh? And I decree and declare on this day huh, that you should take the peace huh, of the ship huh, that God has given you huh, and learn to float. Huh? Learn how to waddle. Huh? Learn how to get to the other side. Huh? And when you get there my God, huh, it's going to be something huh, pressed down, shaking together and running over for you, uh, running over for your family, uh, running over for those uh, that God has given unto you. Uh, don't be wise in your own eyes, uh, but fear the Lord uh, and depart from evil. Uh, and when you do those things, my God, my God, uh, watch God uh, move on your behalf uh, because you cannot uh, walk in fear. Uh, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, so hold on to that rudder. Uh, hold on to that piece of wood. Uh, whatever you got uh, that was broken from the ship. 
ship. Hold on tight. We're about to go to the other side. And when you get there, know that the shadow of my hand is with me. The shadow of my hand, you are in it. Because I called you from your mama wound. I mentioned your name. And because I mentioned your name, I called you into existence. And because I called you into existence, I want you to know that you are called for my glory, for my good, my God. So all you got to do is take what I told you, take what I told you to do, and go ahead and do it. I know it don't look easy, and I know it looks like everybody done gave up on you, but you got to know your sonship rights. You got to know the anointing that's on your life, and you got to move by faith and not by sight, and you got to move and do what I called you to do, because this time and season, you got to move by faith. When you get there, the door's already open. The door's is already open for you to enter in. I already got everything laid out for you to do. I got everything laid out for you. And all you got to do is get there. All you got to do is know your sonship rights. You are redeemed. You are righteous. You are justified, uh, you're sanctified, uh, and you have the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, when you know your legal rights uh, and you play them right, uh, you have a key role uh, in renewing your mind uh, in the word of God. Uh, but you must understand uh, who you are uh, and what you're entitled to uh, and how you are utilizing uh, the gifts that I've given to you through the Holy Spirit. Uh, and I'm giving it to you uh, so that your minds can be renewed uh, through the word of God uh, because you are redeemed. And justified and sanctified in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you, my daughter. I love you, my son. Know that you have been redeemed. What you mean, Father? Have I, how have I been redeemed? I'm glad you asked. We have been redeemed because we have been brought back from the adversary. And now we have dominion over the earth and all that is in it. We are heirs of God and joint heirs of our Jesus Christ. We have God's incredible seed born with it. Us, huh? And if you don't know that you have these legal rights, huh? you would never know how to use them. Huh? So I decree and declare that you walk in your redemption. Huh? You know that you've been redeemed. Huh? I decree and declare huh? that you are heirs of God with Jesus Christ. Huh? And you are God's incredible seed. Huh? And he has in you as he is in you. Huh? And right now, the righteousness that's been given unto us. What is righteousness, Lady Apostle? I'm glad you asked. Righteousness is the freedom from sin. We have been freed from the sin of Adam. Adam was disobedient one, but Jesus Christ was obedient. Jesus Christ walked in no sin, and because he lives in us, and he in him, we live in him, God made us righteous, and we can't get no better than that. So come on, y'all. Let's walk in our justification, because we are justified. We have been released from every penalty of sin, not guilty, because God have come in that we have life and life from evermore. We are kingdom citizens. We are kingdom ambassadors. We have the keys to the kingdom. And because of that, we are justified. We are free from the penalty of sin. We are saved uh, from wrath uh, and the tribulation uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, and when we are justified, uh, we no longer have to pay for sin. Uh, it's been done for us. Uh, so don't walk in sin. Uh, don't walk in the things that will corrupt, uh, corrupt you. Uh, don't walk in the things uh, that you know that will take you out of the will of God. Uh, continue to walk upright in God. Uh, continue to know who you are in God. Uh, continue to be 
uh, heirs of God. Uh, because even as the Bible tells us in Matthew 26 and 2064, Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, uh, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming into the clouds. Uh, and even in Matthew 24 and 44, the Lord said uh, to the, my Lord, Sit at my right hand uh, until your enemies is under your foot. Uh, and because of this, uh, we uh, sit, hallelujah, at the right hand uh, with the Father through the Son of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and right now or today as I end, uh, I want you to know uh, that God said to walk in your sonship rights. Uh, walk in the power and authority that he have given to you. Uh, and you will make it to the other side. Uh, I don't care what ship have I don't care how what ship have broken into pieces. Uh, you hold on uh, to a peace that's there out there. So you won't drown and you won't go under. Uh, it may be a little hard, but know that God is with you. Uh, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Uh, he will always be with you to the very end. Uh, and on this world or today, the Lord wants you to know, uh, as you continue to accept him as your Lord and Savior, uh, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is your Lord and Savior, that he died for you, uh, that he's given you life and life forevermore, that he's given you sonship rights, and you're the heir of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, right now, you can be accepted uh, in Christ, uh, walking in kingdom authority, uh, being accepted in the kingdom, hallelujah, being a kingdom citizen. Uh, he's released the keys to you. Uh, open up your mouth wide. The Holy Spirit shall be endowed unto you. Uh, when you receive power, hallelujah, the authority will begin to walk, hallelujah, and cast out devils, heal the sick, uh, and raise the dead. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, that God may connect you uh, to a divine, hallelujah, relationship, divine, hallelujah, membership. In the mighty name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit will enlighten your eyes as you read the word of God, illuminate your mind so that your mind can be renewed so that when you read the word of God, the word of God will come so into your mind that revelation will begin to move in mysteries of God's word and the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and the word of understanding will begin to move on your behalf and that the spirit of the Lord will begin to work things out and you shall be delivered and made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. And as you continue to go on your journey, don't look at the place that you're in where God is using you. God can use you anywhere. Don't get it twisted. Don't look at if you're not in the pulpit. You take your pulpit where you at. If you take it out in the byways, the highways, under the bridges, in the grocery stores, in the gas station, in the hair salon, in jail, in prison, in the courtroom, I don't care. Take it with you wherever you are. Don't get caught up in the building because God is not just in the building. He's everywhere, my God. Get caught up where the Spirit of God is. Let the Spirit of God use you. Quit getting stuck in what people say. Do what God say. Let the Spirit of God move you in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for you. We thank you for showing up, Holy Spirit. And until next time, oh God, touch your people. Let them receive you. Even as we have already offered out, oh God, though, to accept you. And it's not just for those unbelievers because there are some believers that have left God. So I'm talking to you as well. You need to accept him back into your life. Amen. And not just those that sit in the pew. I'm talking about even leaders. Hallelujah. So I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that God continue to touch you, transform you, transition you into your position, into your purpose in life. May God bless you. In Jesus' name.
And we'll be back here at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please come on out. 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Come on out and fellowship with us this evening, 6 p.m. I want to see your face. So come on out. Leaders, come out. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't hold. You don't have to hold people. Say, oh, you can't come to. No, we should be free to be able to go and fellowship. But also, remember, we talked today on the word of knowledge, making sure we test the spirit by the spirit and making sure we're careful where we go because we know that the enemy is lurking and he's trying to mislead us and send error and make us move out of the will of God. So God bless you. But I know for sure the spirit of God is in this house. And I know transformation and wholeness comes in this house. So please. I'll see you this evening. We love you to life. We love you. And may God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. God bless you.